All right. And we are live. The last word with Lord Cognito Annie Bontis. Fresh Friday evening campfire. And uh, we got a little special guest that thing going on. What's going on, E? Yeah. Well, it sounds like you slept in first off. So you were like rested and good to go. The vampire lifestyle actually actually not doing too shabby. But uh, yeah, we got a guest. So I got to get her introduced. So strap in, everybody. Let's get this thing going. So welcome to The Last Word, episode 113. I'm so excited about our guest who is joining us tonight. Long time in the making, so let's jump right in. I'd like to introduce a lady who knows all about role-playing games, both digitally and in person. From couch co-op with friends to Twitch streaming on the side, she knows the people around you are crucial to your experiences both gaming and life. This is a lady who really dove deep into video games when Destiny got its hooks in and hasn't looked back since. Introducing... The manager, director, and driving force behind the scenes of the Planet Destiny website. Someone who has more creati- creativity in one hand than I may ever have in my entire life. A Renaissance woman who paints, sculpts, writes, narrates, and more. Someone who vault- holds Vault of Glass in a special place in her heart. And someone who braces all things witch. Well, everybody, let's welcome Moonvald to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> that was extremely flattering, by the way. I was just sitting here like, oh, oh. <laughs> just like slowly okay. working up the octaves of the reaction. Yes, that was, yes. Uh, that made me smile. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Awesome. Very Great much. Great to have you. Great to have you. How you been? been? How you been? How's, how's you been? How's destiny been? What's been going on? I have been excellent. I am really enjoying Destiny this season. Um, and, you know, I'm enjoying the summer months and just lounging around and being able to uh, to play out everything that the season has to offer. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Speaking of which, he looks like there's been a lot to offer, but we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing we'll happened. Into, Zero we'll this week. No news Ooh. at all. Uh, we definitely got some t- stuff to talk about, but I wanted mm-hmm. to get started and ask you, as I was digging into a little bit of your background, you told me and got a couple nuggets. So I know I mentioned the point about you as a painter, but one specific thing came up from a couple different people, so I definitely have to address it. So when you paint, obviously you paint different things, but you actually paint objects. So I want you to kind of tell us the story of how you started painting the objects. I'll let you, I'll let you tell the story, but uh, I want to know what's your favorite that you painted and also the biggest that you painted. And this will make sense in about three seconds when she tells you what they are. (laughs) The objects that I typically paint are animal skulls. Um, I live in a state that has a pretty rich um, uh, cattle ranching industry. And there's also a lot of um, sustenance hunting that happens up here. So you can go to a local thrift shop and you can find an animal skull pretty easily. And I mm. thought, you know, I came into the possession of a couple of bovine skulls like six years ago. And I thought, I need to paint these. And I haven't looked back since. It's wow. um, something about them is just really inspiring and really fun to work with in that medium. So mm-hmm. yeah. nice. Very what's cool. your... Um, like, do you have a favorite one that you've done specifically? Anything that's like on display in your house or? Um, actually the ones that are on display in my house are <laughs> not painted funnily enough. Yep. Um, I think my favorite is yet to come. I'm working on a really special one right now. Nice. Um, and I can already envision it. It's going to be awesome, but I, um, I've been hanging on to this Ram skull for a long time and it's, it doesn't tie any relation oh. into the game, does it? <laughs> it doesn't, 
but it does kind of in a way like the other way around mm. um if if you want me to talk a little bit about this i um i think i answered this in your questionnaire yeah. but i uh mm -hmm. i um originally got into destiny one because i w was watching a friend play it and mm -hmm. one of the very many 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 things that interested me about the first title in the franchise was the armor and he Ooh. was playing on his void lock and he Ooh. had that ram on and i was like oh, oh that's ram. sick let's go <laughs> so let's i've go. Al i've always loved the aesthetic of a of a good animal skull so. Mm. Oh, that makes sense too. Yeah. The mm -hmm. Ram, oh, Ram was so classic, very iconic, exotic helmet, and then you got the oh, the animal skulls. Oh, I, I can see it. I can see. It. So let me yeah. ask you this though. Yeah. How are we feeling about the stag? You know, I don't like the stag as much. <laughs> but, really? But I think with the right armor, with the right set, it can look really cool. I wish okay. it had a bit more utility in the game as yeah, well. Yeah, I'd probably yeah. use it a little bit I more. I feel you on that. Um, it's hard to get me to part with like my geomags if I'm doing Whoa. a PDA activity Boy, or something this is like that. Warlock talk. I'm loving this. Keep continuing. Continue <laughs> Just yes. confirming character Keep of choice. Going. This is the lob character of choice. Class of choice. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you a there warlock you at heart? Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Making sure, just wanted to See, clarify for everybody. Boy, you are invited anytime. <laughs> <you> can, <laughs> so me, yes, that we we I have my sister with me. We good right we now. We gotta like, stick together, no, you know. Don't mind these titans out here, you know. And the hunters like to pick on us. It's all right. <laughs> Call us nerds, shove us into a locker, that sort of thing. <laughs> exactly. So, real quick question though, just gotta back you up on, on the stag for a bit. Oh, yeah. Have you gotten a stag ornament, though? The, the more ornate one. Have you seen that one? I have, and that one is quite beautiful. Um, it okay, doesn't okay. have like the same kind of earth and bone aesthetic that I'm really true. fond of with the true, stag. True. Um, it's more kind of technological looking, but I think mm -hmm. you know it kind of mixes that sort of mm -hmm. uh, fantasy sci-fi gotcha. element of destiny together really well. So mm -hmm. I definitely right. appreciate the ornament for sure. Sounds good. One more warlock question. Yes. All right, gun to your head now. Oh. Yes. Which wow, that's harsh. Subclass. Void. Void all the way. Void was what my friend was when he got me into the game. It's what I started out playing because I was interested in it. And it's just been part of my identity as a guardian for so the whole you, time are, I've been a guardian. Are you a so. Nova Warper like Nim? Well, you had no, him on. I am a Nova, I, I a bomber. Am a, uh, you know, it depends. Um, mm -hmm. I've been using Devour a lot more lately, but mm. I, t I used to stick a little bit more to um, Slova. Chaos, so yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I, I, I run the gamut of all three. You know, and I, I, I like the other subclasses too mm -hmm. a lot. They have awesome. a lot of utility. So you said your geomags; awesome. those are always. Yeah, Jill is nice. You just yeah. sit there for days, just, you They're know. so useful. Kamehameha, yeah. just, wow. That's, that is one yeah. exotic. I am not as fond of mm -hmm. how they look. Um, mm -hmm. But gosh, they're just Function over so, fashion on that so one. So functional, oh. right? Yeah. So good. You almost can't play Middle Tree <laughs> without, without it. Like, yeah, why, you, why would you, right? Yeah. 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 It's, it's so, I remember when I, it took me so long to get them. And I remember, I'm like, when I finally got it, because I had played without them so long, so I just became used to the super just ending so fast. That's just part of the super. And then I got mm -hmm. it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> right. So I can totally, I can totally understand just how the long how long it lasted. But I feel you sure. on the on the warlock stories. You got more questions, uh, E? Because I got some stuff too. Oh yeah, uh, you got one. Mm -hmm. Go, man. Yeah. Oh no, we'll no. Trade. I was just gonna say one thing. I also saw about your history was uh voice work. I wanted to know if you could talk about that a little bit. Just uh, what part of that interests you, and any maybe um things that you've done. 
Um, sure. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. start kind of at the beginning, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. When I was in Story time. high school, I um, mm-hmm. DJed FM radio for a local college station mm-hmm. um, for a couple of years. And mm-hmm. that was always such a wonderful experience in my life. And um, it's actually also how I came to stream because nice. streaming broadcasting kind of filled that void mm-hmm. <laughs> that was left when um, I was no longer DJing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously if you're on the radio, you have a radio voice. And that was something that I kind of just fell into over the years. Um, and more recently, um, a lot of people found me through this and I, this is a project I am so grateful for and I will never shut up about because I still cannot believe I was part of it. Um, but Bife last year released a video about Thorn and The Last Word and I yep. was fortunate, en- fortunate enough to be a part of that project as wow. the voice of Jaron Ward's ghost. And that was, oh, I still, that is like one of my wow. crowning achievements in the community. <laughs> it was so incredible. I yeah. did not know that was you. I listened that was to me. that. That's so dope. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was iconic. Like, shout out to Bifle, we've had it by the campfire. That was an iconic series. And I believe you also used Brian Marcus Art, yep. which we also had at la- well, the last word. Um, yeah. So it's we'll the last word, actually, that video, um, the art in that video was uh Steven Siezik, mm. I think yes. is his name. Okay. The mm-hmm. Russian comic artist. Mm-hmm. But Bife has utilized um Brian Monkus' yeah, art a lot yeah. and it's Oh, yes. always so good. So Such good. talented people in this community. Um, Absolutely. That's kind of so the thing. Like there's them. there's so many people in this community that are talented artists. You've got like the IRL Guardians, so many artists when you go to Guardian Con and just like the amount of artwork that you want to take home and just like Artist Alley at Guardian wall. Con is lit. Oh, it's mm. amazing. Every single year. It's always so good. And the cosplay that we see too mm-hmm. come yes. out of this community. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, do you are you familiar with um uh Orem effects or i don't think so uh, no eric newgard he makes a lot of the prop weapons for bungie oh wow. like he made um last year he made the xenophage that was at that uh, Garden Con, if you were there um he's also made uh some stuff for employees internally um that they'd love to post about because they're so gorgeous but he started out making um halo armor Ooh. and also de- like early d1 stuff um, and I remember in 2016, I got to go to an RTX convention. That's Rooster Teeth's convention. Um, and he was there with, at the time, um, Impact Props. And he had, um, like, his full Master Chief, like, um, mm. oh, what is it called? Pepakura armor. I don't know if it was actually Pepakura, yeah, but it's something like, like that. Milder or forget the Milder armor? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And okay. Um, he also had an Ace of Spades and wow. a last word that he had made himself completely, you know, hadn't even been involved mm-hmm. with Bungie yet. And it was just so cool to get to see him. Mm-hmm. It was three years later, this last GCX, and just be like, I remember you. You were my favorite <laughs> part of that RTX convention. He was like, whoa. He just like couldn't believe That's that so- somebody knew him from back then. It was It was just really cool. That's Point is, I'm sorry for rambling so no, much, no, but like no. I love the artists. We, in this we're just taking <laughs> open. It. Yeah, we open it up. We we gonna go off on tangents the entire time. So you are welcome <laughs> no, to you're have. Good. You're good. You're the right. This is your time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Get to oh, be as chatty as I want. Tangents. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is awesome. That is really cool. That's yeah. what's up. So, eat what you got. 
Yeah, so I wanted to ask you actually as well. So mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to like gaming, you game not just in the world of like Destiny and things of that nature. You do some mm-hmm. real life stuff. So kind of wanted to get a little tease of like how you got into just actually playing D&D and stuff like that as, you know, a pretty consistent hobby and stuff. One of the reasons why sometimes we haven't been able to get you on because like, <laughs> hey, it's D&D night and we're like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, um, I just want to get a little more detail of how it came into. And it, and it sounds like sure. your group of friends is like kind of how you got into Destiny as well. So it's like you got a pretty cool group that you seem to hang around with. Right. So D&D came a lot later for me than Destiny did. Um, actually, it I started playing D&D. Uh, my first D&D campaign ever was when I took over Planet Destiny and I was working from home and I could kind of make my own schedule. So I've I've mostly played with people online, too. I don't really play in real life a whole lot. Okay. Um, but I, you know, my group of friends was organizing a fifth edition module campaign and they asked me to be part of it. And I've been sucked into several tabletop <laughs> RPG situations since because I have no self-control. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I love creating and I love making characters and I love exploring narratives and stories with my friends. That's why I love Destiny too. You know, it, nice. it kind of all plays together that way. So nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> your your Destiny history is pretty interesting because, you know, you kind of came from a observer standpoint almost, right? And then mm-hmm. kind of got yeah. in. So it's like through a friend and stuff like that. And I thought it was just very interesting to see you know, someone get into Destiny that way with kind of a light video game background, I would say. I would, am, I, am, yeah. I, am I correct for that? No, 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 no. It was, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was never really a gamer growing up. Yeah. You know, people have these rich, beautiful stories of like, you know, I was in diapers and playing my fucking snigs and like just, I, I, you know, I, I had that NES controller at the age of five. and <laughs> um, But mm-hmm. I, you know, I played I had a Game Boy Advance. I played like Pokemon Emerald and then some other mm-hmm. titles that don't bear remembering really. And mm-hmm. then I, you know, played a couple PC games that were mm-hmm. very light and not super mm-hmm. um, pithy, I guess you could say. Okay. Uh, but then I always, throughout high school, mm-hmm. loved watching my friends play video games if I'd go and mm-hmm. hang out at their house. You're just live twitching. That's all you're doing. Yeah, just this, live twitch. This is before <laughs> twitch. <laughs> Back in my day. She was number Uh, one in the comment section. (laughs) Uh, Backseat gamer at best right there. Backseat gamer, that's what we doing. And I have have really fond memories of watching my friends play like Silent Hill 2. Um, And playing like all the Metal Gear games and just that sort of thing. Uh, So I've always been interested and and I'm an artist, so I love visual storytelling, right? Um, And I I still felt like I, I got to experience it mm-hmm. watching friends play mm-hmm. and i still do it sometimes like i i watch a friend play uh, death stranding and that was very interesting okay. um but i you know destiny was the one that got me mm. it was the one that i saw and i was like i want to do that and mm. d1 is the place i learned to use a controller Wow. It's the place Jump I jump in the deep end on that one <laughs> literally wow. it was the first time i'd ever played an fps um wow, despite that's kind daunting, of moon. Yeah, yeah yeah and it you know i spent a whole year between like house of wolves and mm. i guess kind of sort of well maybe not a whole year but kind mm-hmm. of house of wolves to taking king i sort of just mm-hmm. all i wanted to do in d1 was drive around in my sparrow and do patrols mm-hmm. because you know it's just this new beautiful thing mm-hmm. that i've never experienced before and 
getting to learn very slowly how to teach myself how to mm-hmm. shoot your gun with the controller and stuff, <laughs> keep so. that aim keep that yeah. aim steady literally yeah. and mm-hmm. I, I i'm still terrible at it but <laughs> i'm better than i was and that's <laughs> enough for me that's awesome but let me, yeah, let me sure. just to double down so to back you up for a second mm-hmm. the, the, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to gloss over that that's actually pretty cool and a pretty huge thing you know i know you, you got the art style thing and certain things like can you remember a specific moment that captivated you and you're just like, wow. Yeah, yeah I can. I mean, if mm-hmm. when people ask me, well, what did you see your friend doing? Yeah. That's a question I've had before. And mm-hmm. he was driving around on Venus, again, in his warlock mm. armor, doing something in House of Wolves. And mm. it was just, oh, and I, I remember seeing Venus, this beautiful jungly planet with these ancient ruins sort of mm-hmm. from the Vex and just moss covered. And something about that really spoke to me. Um, nice. And it continues to speak to me. And that's what I think I like about Destiny so much is the, mm-hmm. you know, I mentioned it already, but the the fusion between sci-fi and fantasy. Yes. Star Wars and Lord of the Rings yes. had a baby, right? You know, yes. it's, it's what it looks like to me. And that's mm-hmm. really cool to me because that's new. Because I'd never really been interested in um, hard sci-fi or hard mm-hmm. fantasy before okay. that really separately. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing the merging of it and the coming together of it was mm-hmm. very interesting to me. Obviously, nice. <laughs> so mm-hmm. no, I was like, I miss, I would love. Well, we're gonna get a tease of apparently at some point, but it's like, I've, I've the way like we can get the screenshots and stuff, we can get now on PC. I want to see Venus on PC because I would sit and look mm-hmm. out at that mountain with like the blue, the, like the lava flowing down, lightning oh, yeah. coming down, yeah, yeah, and the the rain and just yeah, knowing that if you took your helmet off, you'd your face would probably melt. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, right? You are definitely <gasps> not wrong. It's not right. So it's the, it's the, and for me, it's always those skyboxes. It's the just bungee your uh, skybox and your lighting engine. What? Uh, who? So, uh, who let them do that? Honestly, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it truly is. It it, it it all adds to it. You couple that, then you couple it with you know this great, great tight gun mechanics, gunplay, and then just again, which I feel never gets enough credit, is the the, the music, you know? So it's just this great yes. fusion of all three of these things. And like yes. you said, you actually made a great point because a lot of people, we got, we always talk about guns and rightfully so, right? The guns are amazing. But well, yeah, that's what you credit for in the game. Of but course, they, of course. Yeah. They don't get enough credit for the armor design. Just to, like some of the ornate, let's talk a little Warlock talk for a second. Okay, D1, be, end of D1 armor design still kicks the crap out of everything we've had yeah. for a while. That I stuff is beautiful. I 100% agree. 100%. Oh. I mean, y'all are what, the Iron Lord's podcast, right? He um, is, yeah. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, there are some exotics that I want to come back just for the way they look. And it's not all armor either. Like, even if you just want to talk about guns in their own design, too. Like, oh, we could do that. Which ones? Which ones you want? No Land Beyond for me mm, is like vintage. pinnacle apex, just this old, ancient, like, tank, anti tank gun. Yeah. Basically. Just, it's it's just bam. Oh, so cool. Amazing. So it, it's rustic, but mm-hmm. again, that having it be sort of austere and rustic in this high sci fi setting is. It just mm-hmm. slaps. It slaps so hard. What was Great. the shotgun, the reloading shotgun of its own? Invective. Yes. I was like oh. the under, 
Just the mm-hmm. slight the under, yeah, the orange lava effect yes. or like fire effect underneath. Yes. It was not that too was much, but just gun. subtle, oh. yeah. Which makes mm-hmm. it cool too, right? Yeah, oh, black yeah. on orange oh, yeah. is always good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's bad classic. juju. I mean, we get bad juju back, super yeah. awesome. Bad we Juju's got Helm of cool. Saint fourteen back, and mm-hmm. we got the classic. character attached to it. Yeah, which is still oh, that's one of the best looking guns in the game or Absolutely. helmets in the game for sure. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, Titan's, Titan's got some things right. <laughs> now y'all good, y'all good. You gotta say, fourteen is iconic. I yeah. remember seeing that, and I'm just like, wow, that is a cool. Hel- you know what helmet? Real quick, decide though. Helmet doesn't get enough love as a Titan. I always like. I was always jealous of Eternal Warrior, but I don't feel like Titan Zero like is it. selling it. And no, we I don't know. like it. People love what? to meme on that helmet yeah, because if you mm-hmm. don't have the right armor to match it, it and looks ridiculous. Also, don't put the right shader on it. It's just kind of scary. Like it's just <laughs> a little bit horrifying. I but like it. <laughs> I agree, it can look really good and it can have a lot of purpose. I feel the same way about. Um, they're new. They're the Promethean Spurs, and people are like, oh, weird toe shoes. But, like, the reason they're like that is because you're, like, a Grecian mm-hmm. foot racer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's why they are, like, I, I don't know the exact, I'm not really mm-hmm. um, into that mythology as much, Greek mythology, but, mm-hmm. like, it's an Athenian, like, sort of carry mm-hmm. the torch, run, torch, run on bare feet, you know, yes. that sort of aesthetic, and that's mm-hmm. that's why they have their toes out, basically. And that's it. why I like it. I think it's cool. I, I think it's cool, too. I just wish it had better functionality. That's true. <laughs> Other than that, it's functional right. is terrible, but yeah. the way it yeah. looks, I'm like, damn, I want to use it, but mm-hmm. why? <laughs> yeah. What situation well, that was kind of like my finisher bomb thingy that, it was mm-hmm. like the same season, I think that one came out for the Titans. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. a fan of that one either, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're, yeah, uh, what were the bombardiers bombardiers no bombardiers is uh that's the hunter dodge that one's actually like i could see a little fun in that the dodge bomb but no it's the yeah. it's like the finisher explosion or something like that the titans have i'm not a huge oh, fan the titans of have yeah oh uh, yeah what is it somebody will fill us in and chat somebody chat tell us out chat this is why Somebody's we have chat know. this is why we have yeah, chat definitely. So. Mm. protocol maybe yeah i'd have oh, to look it up please hmm well, joys it, of joys of Google, here we go. <laughs> just, now we just got to know. Crystal, yeah, like, go. Go. Wait, Crystal said emergent protocol. What is it? Emergent, emergent protocol. protocol. That sounds probable, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. I, I probably deleted it, actually, so I'd probably anymore. have to go digging collections or something. So. All right, so no wait. Crystal says no wait. Come on, Crystal. You're supposed to know this. Yeah, your, what's up, man? Your Exotic encyclopedia armor, of knowledge. Titan. <laughs> I'm going to beat you. Nope. Are right. you a Titan Severance, name? Severance. Me, Ivantis? Yes, I am. Yes. Okay. Severance Enclosure. That's the one I'm thinking of. You thought he was 100? I thought he was 100. Okay. Severance. What? Interesting. <laughs> Been doing 113 episodes. I'm glad they didn't pick up any of those claps right there. It was all <laughs> muted. You know, you that's an inside joke. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, it says arc, solar, and void, melee, final blows, unleash a damaging explosion. Finisher... Finishers and final blows against more powerful targets increase the damage explosion. So you have to be in melee range to get a pop. So okay. gotcha. That's yeah. not a hard thing to do if you're a Titan. No, we do run around and punch a lot of stuff. I am I am the right class, because even in PvP, if I had my like melee statistics, they would probably be much higher than they should be, because I probably <laughs> crutch on the punching probably more than I should. So I played a Titan all throughout vanilla D1. Actually, I don't know why. Again, it was a departure from the warlock 
kind of life that I live, but you it sound was dis- you sound disgusted. You sound like yeah. this is a problem. It's not that bad. <laughs> no, Holy it's hell, not at you. all. It was just it was very different for me, and I I really enjoyed it. I would definitely okay. like to get back to playing my other classes again for sure. Yeah, I just enough. haven't really had the time to do more than one lately. So yeah, same. Yeah. Well, final question from me. Um, as you mentioned, Planet Destiny, and some may or may not know because uh, it's a pretty historic website in the Destiny community. How did you kind of get into taking of that over? And what is your, I mean, you're basically running the ship, but just kind of getting your thoughts on just like how that's been for you, how you got into it, and just kind of what you do there. So everybody knows to come check you out over there as well. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I started off with Planet Destiny as a podcast host because NEM. Uh, Nem Plays actually oh. got me into the team. And I did that for a while. And, you know, into the beginning of D1. And Curse of Osiris was a little bit rocky <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> yeah. uh, I enjoyed it personally. I feel like I'm the only person alive. We started our who, podcast like, during that one. So <clears throat> okay. <you> know, <laughs> we're well, the dumb you. ones too. Yeah, Finally, somebody good. who understands. Um, mm-hmm. I, en- I enjoyed that content. Anyway, regardless, mm-hmm. um, that was around the time the former... Uh, uh, manager runner for planet destiny departed because he had another job opportunity um so we were left uh it was very sudden too and we were left with this kind of um vacuum of <laughs> organization and stuff that would should have been happening and all this stuff so i managed to um get into contact with the network that owns planet destiny and say hey do you want somebody else on this project and they said yes so here I am. <laughs> you wow. took your shot and bam. Yeah. Got it. Nice. That's very cool. Like I'd like to run the show. Okay. I thought that was, was, was nobody... going to be a lot harder. Now what do I do? <laughs> well, I know if you're familiar with uh, the Black Link TBL, he uh, yes, he, he could have taken over. He didn't want to at all. <laughs> wow, he didn't it's want just, that. No, I just felt like I had the right skills and right, um, I guess, outlook for it. So I felt confident enough in that to kind of pursue it. And I, you know, I I managed to get that position. And yeah, like I said, nice. here I am. So Nice, nice, nice. That's cool. Yeah, good team over there. Like I said, like, Lane, oh, I love my team. Man, yeah, good, good squad. And it was good to see, like I said, you know, guys still continue that, that legacy and tradition. And I mean, it's it's still the iconic. Right. <laughs> it's still so much history. I mean, for me. You know, as a, you know, getting there, will be hood. What's going on? What are you doing in here? This is a Destiny <laughs> podcast. Yes. <laughs> Salute. Destiny Salute, dance. brother. Will be is cool dude, man. Good people. Um, Yeah. So it's like the thing about it was just like, I remember it's always been a staple for me, you know, always mm-hmm. seeing what's going on over there as far as the content and stuff. So that's really cool that you, you took the reins and leading this thing on, you know. Right. And I'm cool. always, I'm always down to let it change and evolve and mm-hmm. You know, give people an opportunity to hang out and have fun with it because mm. it's it's more for the community than it is ever for me. Mm-hmm. I work behind the scenes and try to, you know, try to help people out if they need it and mm-hmm. give people a place where they can have camaraderie and uh, help if they need it and resources if they need it. So I, I, I am truly, I feel honored to still be able to do this as my job and i deeply appreciate my entire awesome. team for sure salute, salute that's, awesome. That's, awesome. Yeah. that's awesome that's awesome yes do it no i'm good you got anything else i think that was good in, in reference to that she definitely answered my 
one of the important questions was the, what's your class? <laughs> so we got <laughs> that's, that. He's, that's the way. all he needs to know. Are you we warlock? I want to know, know what subclass are you then if you're oh, a warlock? Oh, all right. No one's ever asked me this. Thank out. You. Yeah. So that's important. Interview. I like Flip this. That's, that. That, that, that's like the flavor, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. for me, I'm different because for D1, went straight to warlock, but I did fall in love with the Sun Cigarette first. Sunsinger's I, good. Sunsinger is really I, I cool. Did. It was the grenades and the mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, obviously the super. We knew what that was. And I was like, right. wow, you 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 can die and, and come back. You're just like this necromantic fire mage, and it's, yes. oh, it's so cool. So I literally yeah, cheated. I mean, <clears throat> what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> fix, fix yourself. Fix I didn't say anything. Sorry, I had to fix clear your my face. throat there. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay, talk I, to I me a, when shoulder charge tracking is a little bit. It sucks. Are you kidding thing. me? It's not that great right now. Does it? Oh, <laughs> I beg to differ. It's, it's worse than it was. I will tell you that. It is definitely All worse right. than it was. It, t- it took a hit. Okay, Listen, sure. it is not so its glory. Me, I'm sorry. I just don't have a lot of, as a warlock who uses Blink, I don't have a lot of vertical yes. mobility. So I struggle with shoulder charge titans a lot of what the time. What was the um, little three-shot melee that I can't, the void one that like broke the game for a while for you guys? Controverse? Controverse held Supernova. Handheld Supernova. Handheld Supernova. Yeah, Hand-held you guys can kiss my butt with that one. So anyway. <laughs> I never Salty. used it because I'm not attunement efficient, so <laughs> Exactly. Let, let them yeah, know. Let that them was know. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like Nem for me. abused that though. Sorry. Yeah, Nem's definitely used it. Nem's definitely. Nem's a little dangerous with pretty much anything Void Warlock. For me, we just, yeah, the Sun Singer. And then I'll be honest, like, I've kind of was fronting on Void. Like, I just didn't play. I was so infatuated. And I'll never forget when I finally did subclass is superior like like it's just mm-hmm. better like mm-hmm. it, it just took me a while i think i was so caught up with the aesthetic of right. of being a you know solar warlock that when i got down with the void locks that devour and getting your energy back i'm like this is a sustainable high purpose class once you it's master good. it and then blink was over there and i'm like oh the neutral game on warlocks i think is yeah really really awesome grenades long range melee and mm-hmm. for me I just remember Great standing, class, yeah. I, I bought Destiny, I'm staring at the title screen, and I'm looking at all three classes, and it was something about the character holding the space magic. Yeah, yeah just, I mean, <laughs> you don't have to tell me, I completely relate, I, yeah, mm-hmm. That was big just mood, true. right? I mean, because typically I would probably be a Titan in most games, because I do like the Titan, they, you know, both mm-hmm. run around, okay, I, I get yeah. it, you know what I'm saying, but it was just, it was the little thing, I'm like, he's special. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I went a He's got a little, sure. little something extra. Yeah, so he got a little, got a little moon got my history in there. Good, I'm, I'm happy. Heck yeah! <laughs> Thanks, moon. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, that's no, it. No, Nothing no. else happened this week related to Destiny. So <laughs> we are. Yeah, yeah, that's it was just moon interview. It's been a great. No, I'm just it's kidding. <laughs> So, um, in case anybody's living under a rock, we are in the world of online E3s now, and Xbox mm-hmm. felt like trying to do their second one, and we got a little distracted, I think both Cognito and I did, when the Destiny stuff came on in the middle of a bit, like, oh, that game's cool, oh, this one's, a, this one's Destiny, I'm, hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was slightly oh, distracted. that's relevant to my interests, Big yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> eyes are glued to the screen, and it was straight up a trailer about stasis. So... <laughs> Before we cover anything else Xbox related, we got a deep dive on Xbox or on, sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> got a deep dive on the stasis powers. We got about a minute's worth of gameplay related to 
what they look like, kind of some of the supers in action. Uh, very, very, very functional grenade from the Hunters. I'm very curious how that's going to break the game. Uh, but all in all, I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on just the trailer first from when you guys saw it, the like tease that happened in between, and just kind of your thoughts on everything so far. So, Moon, you are our honored guest, so you get to go first. Uh, what did you take out of that stasis trailer, just kind of from the top? Ice powers are dope. I yes. am just really excited for, like, you know, you're talking about the aesthetics of a subclass. And, damn, that is so cool. Literally. Hey, see what mm-hmm. I did there? Ah. No, but <laughs> I just. I like that. Like that. God, completely mm-hmm. unintentional. But I, I just, <laughs> you know, getting to utilize a new energy type and seeing what the potential is for that, I think is really, really exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, if we'll see some weapons kind of play into that as well. I am mm. I'm very excited to see. Mm-hmm. Um another thing that I'm always really looking forward to is new destinations. Getting yes. to go to Europa, getting to see a new enemy too is going to be very interesting. It it feels it feels like that Forsaken, like that Taken mm-hmm. King sort of mm-hmm. promise again, if you know what I mean. It's the, the big moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So excited. Uh, <laughs> yes. Very much so. Very, very much. much so. Yeah, it was it was for me it was definitely a surprise. Um I think at first I was taken back because I guess in my mind I had some vision of what the darkness is supposed the darkness powers are supposed to be. Yeah. So then when I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is ice, ice, ice. <laughs> like, okay, you know, some freezing stuff. Um looked very cool. Um, I got a chance to only watch it like once or twice, so I'm definitely gonna need you e to really break things down. I know you broke that bad boy down frame by frame. You about to get in? Let way us know. way too long. Way too many. Way too much discussion <laughs> over single do. frames at a time. Yeah, I, I talk. You I talk too much. Out and people like the community analysts that make content mm-hmm. out of what they pick apart. I just Ugh. hats off to you because I have the attention span of a goldfish. <laughs> so mm-hmm. well, my like that. videos are not for you. You need the stasis trailer in, in less than 60 seconds is what you need. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, but also yeah. I do like to look at things for a long time. I pick things apart visually. I think informationally yeah. I'm just kind of like, oh, I have to listen to this 18 times before I understand what's going on. So. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, it, it, it looks so cool. You know, we got uh, the, the trailer. We are, I'm assuming that's uh, that was a stranger, I believe, talking at, at during it, most of it. And uh, um, I know for the opening, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for the opening. And um, I'm excited. I think we got a little snippet, if I recall, was a Deepstone Crypt. Um, there was a there was a shot or two in the Deepstone Crypt. Correct. At yeah. least that's, if it matches the art style thing. from Beyond Light. Mm-hmm. From that's the actual website, I'm yes. super excited yeah. for. Lore-wise, the Deepstone Crypt Deep is Stone. one of the most interesting Ooh. concepts in in the game. Talk Just, about it, Moon. You talk Moon. about <laughs> you talk about it, but like this is the source of the exos, well, some of the exos sentience, yes. right? Yes. How neet is that? How like just cosmically, metaphysically mm-hmm. interesting Ooh. is that to bring down into a story that's you know told through a video game? Absolutely. I I am so intrigued. I'm so glad (laughs) you said that because for me, again, another, we talked about subclasses and all this stuff, but another cool thing about about Destiny, again, booting it up for the first time was Human, Awoken, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Exo. And I was like, hmm, now I went Awoken, but I always, I was like, Exo, this is interesting. Like, how are these, how do they have sentiments? How do they have, and and as you play Destiny, you learn more, and, you know, you Cade, and, you know, we got, we have so many prominent exos you know yeah. in the game and it's just i just think it it's so cool 
that they've added that and to learn the source, the history. Right. And for me specifically, doing the Ace of Spades quest, you know, yeah. hearing oh, Kane's history, yeah. talking about Encelice, talking about all these things, like these horrible things that happened, like how were they created? How, what was the whole process behind how they were created and what happened? So, look, I'm excited. You know, it, there's a lot of lore. The fact that's going to be the raid too, like, right? I'm super Getting excited. To dive into like, that in game is going to be the so rewarding. Boss in Cedric, because typically mm -hmm. they won't tell us who the right. raid boss is. They'll be like, right. "Hey, who's the story campaign boss?" That's going to be mm -hmm. Aramis. We have the, like the mm -hmm. very obvious, like. The raid bosses are usually a bit more unknown outside of Taken yes. King, who we know obviously mm -hmm. was Oryx mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. stage two. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very curious to see who we fight for one in the raid and two, like how that all comes together for the Deep Stone Crypt. Is there any weird like bad exos or taking over anything strange going on in there? That'll be really interesting. Oh, I know. It's so much, so much potential with this. And, and like I said, one thing we all know, September comes around. And expansion time is always such a huge addition to the game. They always not only add it's introduce a little content, later this time. Well, obviously, yeah, much later <laughs> now, but in conjunction with something else we're gonna talk about. Huh? But um, console. <laughs> but um, that month yeah, is like, stupid. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> like I said, it, it's just it's always an exciting time, and, and and just to see what they're gonna add. But the, I give them credit. Last thing I say before I give it to you. I always am amazed, as much as we give the engine crap sometimes. Shout out to Tiger. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, we definitely have. <laughs> you know, you have to give them credit when you see, I feel, mechanics and things continually added to this, this sandbox, right? right. Like, you, you get the game, like, wow, an extra subclass. They added subclasses. They added this. Mm -hmm. They added finishers. They're added each expansion. They're just adding and adding. And I'm just amazed that they're able to still pull these kind of things off. Right. And that I engine. think that's truly what makes new expansions special. People talk about, you know, Bungie's mm -hmm. trying to reinvent the wheel too much. I mm -hmm. agree. And I think if they did add more mm -hmm. mechanical details like that, that would improve the game in a similar way that's not as jarring to a lot of players. Absolutely. Um, at least that's what I understand too from talking to people and you know mm -hmm. receiving feedback from mm -hmm. a variety of different guardians. Well, so. like some mm -hmm. of the best ones have been Taken King, and then Forsaken. Forsaken was huge, obviously, because we got a whole new set of subclass powers. Mm -hmm. And Taken King, we also did as well. So mm -hmm. we've had these times where like our we can have a whole lot of content, we can have different weapons, but when the way you play your character changes, that's the ones that tend to like sink in as some of the best because it feels so fresh mm -hmm. typically mm -hmm. absolutely um, oh and mm -hmm. another thing about the new expansion drifter oh. eris and the stranger as a fire team how cool <laughs> is that like anti-vanguard uh -huh. it is they're I, I i made a tweet about this a while ago but mm -hmm. they're you know they're especially drifter and eris they're the outcasts mm -hmm. they're the ones that have been on the fringes of everything they're not mm -hmm. Because we started off with the Vanguard in this centralized little contained bubble of what it mm -hmm. means to be a guardian. And now that's expanding outwards. And mm -hmm. I think that is super cool. Very super cool. interesting. Strange, very, very excited to see how that'll play strange out. Strange bedfellows. <laughs> exactly. I, I just love the way she talks to him in Prophecy Dungeon. Listen, rat. <laughs> I'm like, why is she so, she's so mean She's right him. and she should say it. I love the Drifter. Oh. With Drifter's my favorite NPC oh, for sure. But He is, whoever's that voice, we got to find out who the voice actor is. Todd Happercorn he, is the voice oh, for the Drifter. He's amazing. Like, I literally laugh out loud every time I go by the, the, the recaster. 
Like he's a fool. Oh, the narrative team. I have so much love in my heart for the narrative narrative team. I got to talk. I've got, I've had the opportunity many times to talk with Jonathan Toe, who the drifter is basically his, his character and speak to him about this. And then this season, a couple of other people from the narrative team worked on the drifters voice lines. I unfortunately can't remember their name is right off the top of my head, um, but mm-hmm. they did such a good job. It is so fantastic. The interaction that happens between the characters oh. uh, is part of what brings Destiny oh. to life, right? So good. So good. <laughs> I tell people all the time, shout out to Paul Tassi, we've had on. Uh, we had, I, I, I remember we, we had a little tiff with the, the Devil's Ruin quest, and I said, no, mm-hmm. you don't get it. It was all about that yes. voice acting between Osiris, Saint, and, and Shax. Oh, and I said, that I was- I love that quest I, for that- just for that, like I sat there, you put the controller down, and I just let them go at it. Two hundred second counter. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, go, just go about. You say free, go free to go about the universe guard. And they're, they're, those two are going to be at it all night, and I'm like, oh, this is great. It was so it's, cool to hear the Titans just go at it. it are was you so just going to give them weapons? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's like say it. What if the crucible? What have you done with it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and oh, Osiris and Saint. Um, yes. Saint is also Jonathan Toe's. Uh, a lot of his writing is in Saint mm. and Shax as well, and really? getting getting those characters' interactions too. Wonderful. Mm. It's again just it really paints a picture, and individually mm-hmm. they're all fantastic NPCs that portray an archetype in a way that you wouldn't expect. They, Mm -hmm. they tell a story They're Mm -hmm. they're emblematic of, you know, Mm -hmm. the guardians themselves and the way that there are certain subclasses and classes. And it's just, ah, it's, it's all so good. So good. Chef kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Chef kiss for sure. So let me ask you. So like got the the big, the big reveal happens, Mm -hmm. you know, on the Xbox stage. We'll get into the, the other part later, but I got to ask you, I know you done broke this thing down a thousand times. So I'm <laughs> I'm leaning on you for your great knowledge. What did I miss? What did you pick up? What did you get from this? Uh, two words, Hulk smash. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually, because we saw the little tease of like what looks like ice hands before. I'm like, what are you doing with those? And it's <laughs> just this little, he pulls out the ice hand, smashes into the ground. It's like a wave of an ice earthquake that travels mm-hmm. out in front of the Titan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we actually get to see it in action. We actually get to see all three supers in action. So you do have your Hulk hands. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's just a one-time wave effect or if we're going to have multiple types of supers. Not entirely sure how the whole skill tree is going to work for them mm-hmm. yet. For the hunters, we get to see their pickaxes or the ice mm-hmm. axes actually thrown. It looks like a similar whipping animation like the blade barrage where they kind of mm-hmm. jump up and spin but you see him actually throwing it at a kind of new enemy race like new mini scourge mm-hmm. of scourge boss like mm-hmm. the mini mechanical guys are walking around out there so i wonder what's actually piloting those mm-hmm. and then we get to see the warlock with the the lord of the rings staff out yeah, there what is that? I was like, <laughs> it's like stasis warp blasting or something like that and yeah. then he's also got like some shots that he shoots out of it so Mm-hmm. We definitely got to see all three powers, which is very cool. Um, and again, I'm wondering, is this like one tree? Is this going to be like a variation of others? Are there going to be three different options? I wonder how deep we get to see it for the first time. I think the most intriguing part, though, and I think everybody's wondering how much it's going to break the game. The Hunter's Ice Wall slash Shelf Warlock or Grenade. And you get to see them in what looks to be an encounter and he throws it at the wall and he builds a new platform. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
can only imagine the number of people that are going to get places they're not supposed to be, or as somebody <laughs> else said on Twitter, the amount of like death barrier fields that Bungie is going to put around everything to make sure you yes. don't do that. Because yes. hunters are probably going to break the game, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fun, fun stuff. Uh, yeah, I did see I was like, what is that? Like, so many cool new abilities and Again, things that they're able to add to this to this engine and this sandbox is, is crazy. So salute to the team, man. I mean, they always come up with stuff. You have to give them credit of always kind of reinventing themselves and and adding new things to you know to the game. Well, the intriguing piece to think about as well is the fact that we've got stasis weapons coming. Mm-hmm. We have arc solar and void damage, yeah. which are going to have stasis shields on enemies, stasis weapons that fire. Are there going to be stasis effects to things? Because there's a grenade launcher that you see that almost has like a little like LCD display on the side that you get to see mm-hmm. for a second as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that actually has any effect to it at all, if it means anything, but I can't tell if the grenade's just like it's an art grenade or if it's like a stasis grenade because it's hitting the little mini mechanical fallen enemy. And I can't tell if it's actually freezing damage or anything like that. So you've got the effect, the weapons that are going to be a whole different slew of weapons for this uh, subclass as well, or for this elemental type as well. Mm, yeah 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 absolutely there will be so much new stuff to just <sighs> mess around with come november it. nothing's better than that new expansion feel Woo. <laughs> that best. Yeah. oh yeah oh yeah exploring all the new stuff oh it's great it's great i love this time like, so we gotta talk about that uh announcement sir? i was like there's more <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse, oh, my fault. Let me, yeah. let me interrupt the breakdown. <laughs> I was like, my we're fault. not getting there Continue. yet. Continue, By all Continue means. sir. By all uh, means. Educate so us. So we do see a couple things for the races that we're going to be facing. Obviously, Fallen is in there. We know Aramis is going to be. Mm-hmm. We get to see truly a Fallen catch, a couple ships, obviously the Fallen enemies. But then we also get to see what looks to be more subterranean or a very different section where it has almost the Pyramidian triangular entrance and very much the Vex architecture is split throughout the trailer between... You have a fallen catch that you're inside of the fallen little, you know, bays and domes and stuff. But then very much on the other side, you have the Vex architecture split between Mm -hmm. this trailer. So we're getting both fallen and Vex. And I was trying to think, I was like, there's not a lot of times those two actually are in the same place. Interacted, right. You don't really see those two facing off against each other. Nessus, I guess. But like what narratively has. Very rare. yeah. Yeah, you're right. So the fact mm-hmm. that both of those actually seem to be tied into it. We know Aramis is bigger, but is Vex like a subtle background or are they going to be mm-hmm. a major force in this one? That's a good point. And then we know f- so far from him that what he's like trying to obviously reunite the houses. Um, You know, they kind of bad. Her? I'm assuming. Her, excuse me. Correct. <laughs> and, um, you know, as far as like accepting the gift of the darkness, because let's be real, like they've been kind of banished from the traveler historically yeah the elixni yeah <laughs> did not so, have a good time i mm-mm. think that makes them you know probably I, one of yeah. the more sympathetic yes <laughs> alien races in the story yes. that their traveler just left them and they just yeah. they just want their ball back that's it that's, that's it <laughs> so yeah, it, it, can you it, blame them right exactly like it, it really makes sense and i i love this angle that they're taking because they would that alien race would be very eager to be the recipient of something mm-hmm. that they've been, you know, the opposite of what was forsaken them. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I, I'm dying to see where that goes. It, it, it's fun. This is fun. I, I really hope narratively with all this stuff, the stuff I mentioned before and the stuff we're talking about now that Bungie goes all the way with it and doesn't just 
kind of meet a compromise for simplicity or something on the story because this just there's so many awesome threads to oh yeah travel Ab- down here absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. sitting on a ton you're gonna continue i don't know uh we also got a tease of what looks to be like a ice or stasis shrapnel tractor cannon looking thing towards the yeah. end you have okay first back up we'll get to that in a second you can shatter enemies now when they're frozen Looks like you can slide into them, punch them, ballistic slam. If they're frozen, they shatter, which is like a whole different type of finishing situation because finishers are the thing I never knew I wanted. And I can't tell you how many times I'm like, oh, I'm out of ammo. Well, I can finish them. Sweet. Let me run up there and punch the crap out of them, Mm -hmm. which has been very, very helpful. But it goes through and shows like one, you throw a grenade and it freezes. And I can't tell if it's an area of effect or if they freeze by proximity at one point. Mm hmm. Uh, and then also you see just the Titan come flying in and just like shatter everything in front of them. So just mm-hmm. the shattering effect seems to be very, very useful mm-hmm. as guardians to be able to actually take them out. The mm-hmm. wall that the hunters get that. Okay. Yes. We got to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. That is so the size of the wall, because they it's on widow's courts, the map. And it's when you're going from the cathedral, like towards like the dead middle lane up to where the heavy would be sitting up on the perch. In the direction of B. Yeah, Yeah, towards the direction of B. And they throw the wall and it's large. I mean, you could like run behind the thing, get up to A without even ever being seen. So the fact that that's going to change the landscape of PvP maps, you're like, oh, I can't get anywhere. Hold on. Let me build a giant wall. I don't know how long it's going to last, how much damage Mm -hmm. it's going to be able to take. But the fact just the way you're going to be able to get around the map is going to be huge mm-hmm. letting um, hunters control space like that is yeah. a horrifying concept <laughs> bungee what are you doing that is no. terrifying they're it's already terrifying. hard enough they to face in pvp right over me mm-hmm. yeah and then they're just gonna mm-hmm. do do and then land on your head which is uh. what they do and then it looks like the titan or no sorry the hunter that throws the grenade also has either one or two that they throw i don't know if it's double but they literally freeze guardian's place i've been blinded I've been poisoned. I've been slowed. I've never been frozen. Just completely <laughs> shut down. Yeah. I'm kind of worried about that. Yeah. My main concern is actually PvP. Oh, uh, yeah. I-, I need to know how these things are going to affect me <laughs> when dealing with hunters. <laughs> like, they have gotten substantially uh, more scarier. And yeah. it's, uh, the, the mobility aspect already, they were a problem as far as very difficult to deal with. But Especially now, people who play on MNK, ooh. just oh. oh my god, I play on controller still, but like, same, I it's unreal. That's a warlock thing. Easy. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 it might be because we're re- less reliant on mobility. So I mean, it makes sense. Shout out to our controller gang people. We we are not gonna take this slander from MNK group. <laughs> no, they can deal with it. I'm not pressed about it. Anyway, I am so sorry. I keep interrupting. Yeah, we're good. So I was kind of curious, though, because we have I'm wondering how the subclasses are going to work, because you have the animation for the hunter that looks very much like the blade barrage, like spin whip blade barrage. And it looks the same for the axes. Now, there's less of them that throw, even though they may hit harder. So do you think it's going to be like a stasis alternative for some of these subclasses? Or do you think it's truly going to be its own? Tree, custom tree, anything like that. Because, again, the Warlock looks like a Nova Warp, but in stasis form. Right. So I'm wondering how far they're just, like, kind of using some varied animations with different effects on them, or if it's mm-hmm. completely its own thing. Because, like, that looks like a Void Wall in stasis. Like, 
the right. scale, mm-hmm. like what they use, looks like some of the stuff could be drawing from other subclasses. I'm wondering how it ties together. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, Mon? Yeah. No, I all I can say is that I agree. I just think it would look really cool. I think it would be really functional, too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It, it's going to be interesting how it's implemented, right? Is mm-hmm. it truly... Uh, an extra diamond like a subclass or it should be it should be yeah, i think I it's so. i just think it's about time for that i would love it to be i mean and then you know if it's additive you know if it's that the case then my question is like for example when we got you know we, we have our our class ability and, and and melee you know do those change because one thing i gotta shout off some hunters right now and mm-hmm. this is warlock showing some hunter love right now i feel that Hunters actually need something that helps the team <laughs> as opposed well, to Well, yeah, dodge. because hunters are really are, are a useful tool, if you want to talk about the, uh, your character like that, for solo play and solo she engagements. She just called a tool to send. <laughs> I, I, I want, it was just funny the way it flowed. Continue, though. <laughs> oh, that's not what I meant. No. It was but, totally uh, taken out of context. Aries no. is laughing. Aries no. is laughing. Guardians are tools. Guardian as a character chat, is a tool. <laughs> Shout and out that's to what the-, the hunter is good at is mobility, is solo engagement, is yes. you know sneaking pulling, around, pulling everyone through invisibly, stealthy, mm-hmm. uh-huh. or mm-hmm. utilizing your mobility to gain advantage. So it, mm-hmm. you're right; it will yeah. give the hunter a little bit more versatility. That's sure. all I want because I, I feel for them in PVE. You know, you know, warlocks. We got a little recovery well or empowerment well. You know, Titans you throw up the, the cool barricade, and hunter mm-hmm. just rolls. I'll do it. <laughs> hey, do like, no, no. Like, and what a hunter is going to sit there and say is like, I'm the invisible person that saves your ass and reses you when you're dead. Yes. So it's like, Salute that's that. what they do. Salute to that. But I would just love for them to have an actually team helping. We know they're soloist by nature, but I would like for them to help the team sometimes with mm, some type of, a, yeah. it would be cool. They need that. I, I really do. You know, cause shout out to last, you know, was it last time expansion? I was so happy they got Blade Barrage. Cause I always felt, I will they say that needed, was a nice balancer, yes. Yeah, they needed yeah. an offensive, you know, shutdown kind of super, you know. I always, I always felt for them. And that, unfortunately, but, it went too far, and now they abuse it. You had to, wait, Titans can't talk. Come well, on now. No, I was going to say, like, the main, if you ever play Mayhem, uh-huh. Hunters are the worst. Okay, but what other context is Blade Barrage still that useful? I, 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 it was yeah. really busted, but... Just Come saying. on. I agree. Titans are OP, the but they, they blades now. As soon as somebody else gets anything of remotely OP, they want to shut that down. But they hold some. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, we got to start. We got to start. We got to start with them a little bit. <laughs> poking the hunters and they're just yeah, like, yeah, just, just come to PvP. We'll see you there. Oh, no. They'd they be saluted them in PvP. They'd be. Shout out to Ares in there. Shout out to the hunters. I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all. I just in PvE. I just want a little support love. That's all. I will say, I'm a, I'm, I'm a pretty hunterly warlock just for kind of the okay. vibe aesthetic. The aesthetic is cool. So I see you. I yeah. see you. The hood, very cool. Yeah, everything, mm-hmm. you know, mobility. Mm-hmm. Digging it. Triple jumps. Better also, than our jumps. Also, can I say we have snow tracks now? As they're walking yes. through the snow, there's little tracks behind them in the opening of the video. I'm like, we yes. actually have like deforming ground i know we've had like footprints but i'm like mm-hmm. it's actually like moving the snow i was like could be cool Very i'm cool. wondering if there's any major changes that come in the fall in mm-hmm. still technically fall barely fall because we're like in mid-november at that point when it comes to this next version of destiny 2 that's coming to these next generation consoles which Ooh. we got confirmation 4k 60 mm. and i'm just gonna open this for the xbox man of the group beyond light on Game Pass. 
Oh, see, that's, this is why I'm so happy you're Mike Mewtwo sometimes, so I don't have to listen to the loud woo <laughs> in my ears. It was perfectly <laughs> muted for my sake. He Woo. wooed, but it looked like this. Yeah, Most I didn't. I didn't get it either. Ray, Nobody Ray, heard it. I give it to you. Woo! Give it to hey, you one more time. There it is. Okay. Here's the thing. Look, um, it surprised me. I'll, I'll be completely honest. You know, obviously watching the um, Xbox Game Showcase, um, it wasn't nothing. Nothing I expected. I, I will say. I mean, I did at this show. I always said, you know, a last word that the relationship between Phil Spencer. And, and CEO Pete Parsons is super buddy-buddy. And as an Xbox guy, you know, I have Phil Spencer on my friend list. The man is 80% on Destiny all the time. Like, that is his favorite that. game. Yeah. That's so cool. He, yeah, the man loves Destiny. He's always been there since D1. So I knew the relationship was there. The issue came down to, you know, in what capacity would they work together? Because we know Bungie still likes their independence. You know, since they, especially since they've now, you know, breaking free from Activision, they have creative control. But at the end of the day, this is a huge move, y'all. And, and the reason why is, you know, Game Pass for all all purposes, it's one of the best services in gaming as far as all the, as far as, as, far as value, as far as everything right. you're getting. Right. Ga- yeah. Game wise, you know, I know people who were not interested in the Xbox ecosystem at all. They end up getting it. They end up getting Game Pass and they love it. But I cannot believe I'm spending $10 or $15 a month and I'm getting all of these games. Now, here's the key. Destiny as an online service game, which definitely thrives off a play account and population. This is going to be huge. Two reasons. One, finally, my console brethren, because I can't, I betrayed them for PC because that's 60 <laughs> frames mode. That's 60 right. frames. Oh, right. I'm glory. right there with you. He yeah, showed me I the light it. and I betrayed my clan and I went over here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, said, I was like, I'm I... still, yeah, I'm still my part of the clan, but this is where I'm going to be. <laughs> so I'll be over them, here in the penthouse. You hang out in the regular exactly. room. Exactly. He, he showed me the light. I'm you know, sorry. I can't, I, I'm having caviar now. I can't do peanut butter and jelly sandwiches anymore. Like this, this is what I'm doing. Oh, those are extremes. <laughs> my God, there's nothing in between. So listen, you just hey, crapped hey, easy, on consoles, by the way. I just want to confirm. Cognito <laughs> crapping on consoles. Hardcore. Listen, he should have never did it. So my whole thing now, Moon, is like, okay, my console brothers are finally going to have NVMe, right? Which is mm-hmm. huge for SSD loading times. Pulling up that Destiny menu, loading into the planet. That is the biggest the- issue on console. Oh. And to get that situation figured oh. out, oh. Per, well, like there's no problem anymore. Yeah, my brother's yes. nephews, they have the original PS4, which sounds like it's going to take off with their plan, yes. like God of oh, War anyway. So I have the Taken King PS4 still, and it still runs mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. Yes. I feel but, like it's like, probably My brother will literally but... say, my nephews will boot up Destiny or go do something in Destiny, play mm-hmm. something else while they wait. Yeah. Yes. I like, sit on my phone yeah, and yes. like do shit on my phone yes. until I am loaded somewhere. <laughs> Facts. And that's like, it. I don't care about the frames even as much as I care about the loading times. Yeah. The loading sure. was brutal. So it's like, shout out to Father, you ought to declare. He's like, I'm hurt, you love me. But here's the thing like, again, <laughs> I, I don't remember being you. on my phone having full conversations while flying into a planet. And when I came right. to PC, I'm like, oh, I can't do that anymore. Like, oh, the match started. Oh, damn. Like, I'm, I'm scrambling. Like, I'm used to going to the, the kitchen, bathroom. No, you're, you can't you're do in that. it now. <laughs> yeah, like, right. I have to play quickly. <laughs> so yeah. that's the first thing. The second thing, is 60 frames per second. Right. Destiny is inherently a different game 
above 30 frames. Like playing yeah. 30. You can't play I... 30 FPS on PC. Like if you had to turn oh, your God. settings, you no. can, you just oh. can't do it. Can't if do you're it. in now the question the is FOV as well. That's the other well, thing. And, and yeah. FOV definitely mm-hmm. changes FOV. the game completely, like you said. Absolutely. Yeah. But we don't so know what we don't know what consoles are going to do for that. That's the question. Going to do FOV. So I'm not going to get too excited there. But the 60 frames alone prevents me from being in molasses because right. that's how it feels like over there right again so you, you play warlock that. you get it <laughs> oh 4k hdr it's gonna be glory so and again not only do you get beyond light you get every expansion prior like mm. wow shout out to the cars going by but it, it's <laughs> it's really impressive that people who you put it this way you know how impressive it is shout out to Wilmy hood who was in the chat earlier right is one of my um, Xbox guy is really cool. Actually, he plays on all consoles. He is very lukewarm with Destiny, right? There's a lot of mm-hmm. friends I know, they know how hardcore I am, and they're just not that into it. People are telling me, yo, Cog, I'm in, man. It's a game, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try it. I'm yep. I, What? Like the, it, the, the, the value proposition is huge, 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 huge. So at the end of the day, I think it's a big move, you know, play account-wise or population-wise, and, um, you know, who, who's to say what happens with their relationship moving forward? But that's a big deal because the way Game Pass works, Bungie basically, basically how it works is Microsoft says, hey, this is your your perceived value of what you we think you would make in sales if this was on our platform, right? Mm-hmm. It is up to them to accept that financial offer up front. So Bungie took the bag, y'all. Right, yeah, <laughs> took that money up front so that it couldn't be. It's not exclusive to the platform, but in the sense that the majority of the game is going to be majority of people are going to play it in that service as opposed to buying it on Xbox, right? So right. that's the gamble they take. But then they look at it, Bungie looks at it from a player engagement standpoint. There's so many people now going to be in that ecosystem, yeah. and once you lock in. You tend to buy stuff. You tend to be in Eververse. You tend to buy a season pass. I mean, that's the that, same. Like, they get the expansion, yeah. but the season pass they're going to have to buy. Mm-hmm. So. When it comes to them, if they try it and be like, oh, this is free. Oh, well, I want to play the next thing. Now now you're going to pay up and that's where it goes in Bungie's pocket. And that's where it's going to keep them invested both in Game Pass and giving money directly to Bungie. So it's going to work well for building the player base for sure. Yeah, huge value. And for for Xbox, I mean, it's right around the time the Series X is going to launch because Beyond Light comes out. Now, I'm very curious. I got to ask you all this. I'm very curious that... Remember, we went from September to November, and we do know they said it was polished and stuff like that. It's very conveniently close to the Xbox Series X launch, E. You got to <laughs> talk mean, about this. Put on your spinfoil hat and see. <laughs> I'm spinning. <laughs> I mean, people said the same thing about Cyberpunk, and CD Projekt Red said it's not that. So I don't uh-huh. honestly put those two together. That's fair also. <laughs> I'm going to say no, they're not related. Okay, fair enough. If they had their choice, they would not be that close to uh, Cyberpunk 77. If they they have their druthers about it, I wouldn't be that close. Oh, what other game is coming out around the same time, too? Valhalla, Legion, Watch Dogs Legion. Most likely, if there's a Call of Duty, it's usually November. Oh, Halo. Yeah, Cyberpunk will probably get delayed, and then everything's going to be fine, actually. but Yeah. But Moon, what what did you think? I mean, I don't know what console. I'm assuming, yeah, PlayStation Four is what you primarily play, right? As on the console side. But what just what did you think of the announcement in general? I I mean, you guys have pretty much said everything that was on my mind about it. (laughs) It, It's going to be great for new players and to 
reach more people and be more accessible to a wider variety of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and New Guardians, you know, that's always such a special experience. So it mm-hmm. makes, honestly, it makes me happy that we're going to have new people in the community and people who are having that experience for the first time. Exactly. exactly. And then, you know, we know crossplay will eventually come. You know, crossplay between system stays this year, right? Mm-hmm. My understanding. So Xbox, yep. you know, one to Xbox Series X and PlayStation Yeah, if you're in four to platform five. family and PlayStation right. and Xbox play, this looks bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was classic. <laughs> I won't meme you on that. You're good. That was classic. Yeah, though. please, please don't put <laughs> that on. parallels. Nothing to see here. Yeah. <laughs> But we know the eventual goal for next year is to um, really do true crossplay, you know, right. between uh, sister. And again, like you said, Boone, there's nothing more important for a franchise than that player base really right. being larger. And, and it just brings life into the game. So, yeah. It does. So, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's only going to be possible with the 60 FPS and blah, blah, blah. So hopefully, hopefully it goes well. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. E, your thoughts? Oh, just on all of this? I mean, it's just exciting to see. So we got confirmation of like 4K60, which means that's like what the next generation of Destiny is going to look like on the new consoles, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Just hearing about what my nephews go through for the loading times. Ugh. If my brother can get a PS5 for them and they can just like enjoy faster loading times, they will actually hopefully play and get to enjoy it, which is huge. Um, shout out to my nephews, by the way. I literally was in the middle of probably my solo prophecy run mm-hmm. when it like I was actually talking to my nephew in discord on his birthday. So <laughs> it was actually kind of a cool thing, but um, salute, salute. But yeah, it's just, I'm really excited to, mm-hmm. as you said, grow the player base is big. Cause you have people get the chance to be like, Hey, what's beyond light. It's part of game pass. Let me jump in. And they say for as long as it's on game pass, I don't think yeah. it's going to go away probably for mm-hmm. a while. I would imagine mm-hmm. it'd be pretty stuck. So People will get beyond light, and that's usually what everybody wants to play. And they'll technically be able to level up. Yeah. As the seasons continue, they'll be like, "Well, what's the new stuff?" And then they're going to hopefully venture out and see what's going on. I'm just hoping it continues to help Bungie grow, because yes. all we can see is you and I have talked about this before. Whether it be the Tiger Engine or the bandwidth in, a, in what a season can handle, or how much can this expansion mm-hmm. put out, and how much is the COVID like put? I would I, love to know more. Yeah. about how married destiny is as a game as a thing that has to be designed and developed mm-hmm. to the engine that mm-hmm. it's made on yes what would that look like if they moved what is it the tiger engine yeah if yep. they moved off of it like unreal 5 or something mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's I, something I, i'd love to learn more about from bungie like absolutely. i want to know about how things work because that's you know they get the producers and the designers to talk a lot about stuff and Vidox and things, but sh- tell me more about the mechanics. Tell me more oh, about yeah. testing. Tell me more about mm-hmm. engineering and stuff because that's super mm-hmm. interesting yeah. to me. One one cool thing that we I mean I don't say cool, but one thing we have kind of found out is you know the unfortunate thing about the Tiger, and you know we love the engine for the other things that it does, is that you know for the PvP community who really wants dedicated servers. Mm. It's the way their infrastructure is inherently built is tied to it. They have this unique mix, especially with the, um, you know, PVE and the, the way they do um, uh, what you call instances and spaces the way, mm-hmm. you know, it is. So there's some things that us as gamers say like, well, why can't they just like, this is so, all they need there's to do so is. so much more to it so than anybody yeah. sees. And I, you know, I'm friends with mm-hmm. some people on the test teams and mm-hmm. I 
you know, the things that they talk about and get mm-hmm. to hear about. It's just it's just more than you ever would yes. be able to oh. imagine if you don't directly work on it because Right. And and the just, thing yeah. is if they change Moon, you know, do we get Destiny in the same fashion? Are they able to do these kind of updates to the like when an expansion mm-hmm. drops out? Mm-hmm. So some things I think that like you said, there's so much we just don't know. And as gamers, let's we're all guilty of it. Like, you know, why don't they you know, what's going on here and stuff? And there's probably so much complexity that I'm di- like you said, I'm dying to be able to just talk type to in them. a couple lines of code. That'll yeah. fix your I'm problem. St- <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I hate that argument. Yeah, <laughs> you out here? Oh, we out here uh, backseat programming, armchair uh, developing. <laughs> that's what it is, backseat programming. <laughs> <laughs> and no, everybody, like ninety nine percent of people say that I have no idea what's going on, but I could totally fix your problem. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Don't that damn bongo? They need. To- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I wish you, I wish you, Moon. I would love to pick the brain of those behind that engine. Oh man, like I mean, they've, everybody always jokes about the spaghetti code and how one thing breaks, and you see weird things. How even just a function of the game, and I kept seeing this in Wither Horde. You sh- shoot the grenade out, and then you switch over to mountaintop, and the damage goes up, so it's tied to your slot, not the projectile. Mm-hmm. I'm going, how the hell does all this? Like, obviously, yeah. the game is insanely complicated. We have no doubt yeah. about that, but. You take something like Unreal 5 that's built, and you and I talked about this before, too, is mm-hmm. how the gun feel is so specific to Destiny. Like, yeah. that's what makes the game what it is. And it's mm-hmm. and I honestly, we, like, could they replicate that could on a different... Could they replicate in- it, right? right? And that's, I mean, it's unparalleled for me. It's the FPS game that I picked up a controller and went, I can probably figure this out. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. for a reason. It's because the gunplay in so Destiny and Destiny 2 is so good. And it's, you know, it honestly, a lot of that is because it's forgiving. <laughs> so you yeah, go to games like... Yeah, shout out to Amos. Shout games like Apex and stuff. And you're just like, oh, I have carrots for hands. Or like, <laughs> oh it's just impossible sometimes. I'm a potato. At least I'm a it's potato. Really, yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> it's... It's why it feels so good, and mm-hmm. I think that's part of its appeal. Yeah, I think so. And, and, and like you said, the question becomes: if they go to maybe these better looking engines, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, does it lose that feel? Does it lose that classic bungee mechanics that we so like? The skyboxes are the same. So it, it's it's a it's an interesting you know proposition. And I know internally they, they had to have all these discussions before and stuff like that. You know, me and E have talked about. I, I eventually we feel there might it's gonna have to be a D three. Eventually, at I feel like there has to be. There has to mm-hmm. be, but you know, we got to see how iterative this engine, you know, can go. What do you think, Moon? Do you think there's a D three sitting out there after Lightfall, or do you feel? What do you think? Hard to say. D three VR. Let's go. Let's know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, I have a hope. If I could be around for this franchise for as long as possible that's the ultimate goal mm-hmm. i of course want the games to continue to be good and yes. entertaining and playable and enjoyable and you know functional but it's it's just impossible to say what comes next yeah uh, well i mean i will say this this year building into their plan of three years in the future this year's had an off season was, you know, shadow keep versus forsaken wasn't quite as big, but the story we've talked about before has been building into pyramid ships entering. And then they've setting up mm-hmm. Savathun with stuff that we have right now. And that's sitting there at 2020. Who knows when that 
Things might be a little farther away now, so dates could be wrong. Uh, 2021. And then right. Lightfall, the quote moment that Luke said in 2022 mm-hmm. is they've they've there's no question of like, hey, this is we don't know what story. No, this is the story. And they've got oh, it yeah. planned finally for years. And we finally oh, yeah. get to see how that all works. That's probably the most exciting. As you said, as long as the mm-hmm. seasons aren't, you know, we don't need more seasons of unworthy and stuff of that nature. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm feeling that from you. <laughs> Salute, salute. Well, uh, okay, I so. again, I love the people that work on this game. I know many of them, but that mm-hmm. season was not very pleasant for me <laughs> at all. And again, I for- liked Curse of Osiris, so I don't mm-hmm. know what that tells you. We, but- we I mean, Panopti. Yeah. I actually really like Panoptes as an well, enemy. Panoptes, Panoptes is fantastic. So cool. Love that fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, there was certain- Osiris actually fought with you. Yeah. Yeah. So we had like NPC. I wish you had a little bit m- more control over the damage in that fight, but otherwise, yeah. like, it was it was cool and it was very cinematic. Yes. yes. That's mm-hmm. what I live for, really, in this game. So yeah, <laughs> those moments have been kind of stellar. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's like the as we lead into what the fall holds for Beyond Light, seeing what the story does, the Deepstone Crypt. Somebody in chat mentioned like a Cade Seven. Do you guys want Cade back or not? Just give me a yes I or no. I do not want Cade back. Okay. <laughs> she was quick with it. She's no, like, no, I'm, I'm, not I'm with her. Fan. I'm with her. Damn. I have never yep. been a Cade fan, and I'll tell you why. Oh, mine's a different reason. Break That's actually funny. This is this is slanderous. I know this is a controversial opinion. Yeah, spicy. I in game Cade was never my favorite, especially in the beginning of D1, because I feel like they took him from this really complex figure in the lore, and mm-hmm. a lot of his. A lot of his appearances were, it felt like used for advertising. Mm. And he just kind of felt okay. more reductive to me in the state he was in the game. Like he was good at making jokes. Cade was mm-hmm. the funny guy, right? Like, mm-hmm. but if you look at Cade's lore, we didn't get to explore a lot of that in mm. depth. And we didn't, you know, he was, he felt really one note to me in game. And mm. again, I, I don't, I, once again, I mm-hmm. love the narrative team so much, so, so much, but that's just, that's a flaw that I saw that is something mm-hmm. I never vibed with as much. And I, I really do respect people that love Cade because mm-hmm. he is Hunter. He is yes. what it means to be a Hunter for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. I, that's really, really super cool to me. So, but just for me personally, Cade was never, never, never my vibe. So. I respect it. Uh, hunters, forgive her, forgive her, but we, <laughs> we respect it. We respect. Now, listen, I I do get your your point on this though. I felt, I felt he. This is my uh, you know analysis of him. I love the character. I do agree with you on one point though. I felt that they didn't realize like how popular he was. He kind of got popular, and then I felt they yeah. kind of like used him like as a marketing tool. I agree with that part, right? And kind of just lumped him into just that right like you said and he's right. probably got so much more to him but because nathan felt shout out to nathan Fillion, you know what i'm saying that really did it not a, a good job and i think what it is is that he just became the comic relief at a point right and he's much mm-hmm. deeper deeper than all oh, the hunters are upset. like i hope she's kidding <laughs> yeah, gonna, yeah, i'm not i'm sorry like well here's the thing but i love lorcade i <laughs> love you know you get to hear a little bit about who Cade was before he was an EXO. We explored that in game. That would have been so cool. If we got to see more complex emotion and reaction and growth, I think, from Cade as a character or just Mm -hmm. change, that would have compelled me so much more in game. I feel Right? And I that's that's what I mean. Essentially. So and and you you're making some valid points because again, I think I felt unfortunately to know more about him in his will. 
than yeah, when dead. he was actually around. And I was right. just like, yeah, you know, so. Said Free said it's time for Hunter Rebellion to rise. Oh, they upset. They upset with more. Hunter gang, rise up. <laughs> they like, rise up. She's blasphemous. <laughs> but look, you know, look, you got to respect it. She's standing on it. And, um. You know, at the end Fozzie of the day, has a point in your chat. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt what Fozzie you. Said, no, what Fozzie say? Fozzie says Cade Six was a badass. He mm-hmm. had a dark past. He was a killer. I think mm-hmm. that's another reason because a hunter is a cowboy mm-hmm. archetype, right? You think of Cade Six, you think of the Wild West. That's why yes. Forsaken had such mm-hmm. Western yep. vibes because, but that's you know, that's the Byronic hero. That's the sort of mm-hmm. anti-hero kind of mm-hmm. thing, and that's I I agree, and I wish we got to see more kind of mm-hmm. complexity for from Cade in that yeah. way in mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but to, to to your point, E, yeah, I I, I do agree with you. Like, I feel if, look, would, would I be upset? Yeah, I kind of would be upset if he came back because part of me is yeah, like, it like, would defeat the finality of Forsaken. That, it that's kinda, my point. It made Forsaken Forsaken. So to me, you just undead. And then let's be real, that would be marketing lying because mm-hmm. they said he was dead dead when people were like oh yeah yeah, he ain't dead you know no 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 he's gone so we like okay they, they really mean business here so i I, I would feel it would kind of be a cheap money grab in a way like to bring him back bring him back yeah it's like they used him as a marketing the tool shock once. value of it you kill Less him says, like so. he needs to stay dead because his death actually like hit it hit. You know whose resurrection's gonna be just such a turning point for the game? Is Aldrin. Aldrin. When we get That's to see Aldrin again. Yeah. So in on that something, one. Yeah. That if when that happens in game, that is gonna be something else. And okay. I'm mm-hmm. excited for it because Me too. Aldrin's existence as a light bearer makes us as players ask so many questions. Mm-hmm. We have to confront a lot of things about this reality mm-hmm. that Bungie's created with this mm-hmm. story um you know should this person be punished for who they were in a past life do yep. they remember who they Talk were do they know what they've done do they we? know the implications of what they've done and it's Fine. no obviously that aldrin has no memory of who he was mm-hmm. he could completely despise the person he was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's beautiful that was one of their signature moments as a result of the cave death and mm-hmm. I felt it was great story because now we're dealing with the repercussions of that act of avenging. That's the only thing I give Zavala, like because of avenging this Kate, you know, and then we kill, you know, this guy. And now the light has chosen him. Yep. So it is such a cool twist. I'll never forget. You remember that day? Zavala's going to be like, like holding that Korra back. No, no, don't blow him <laughs> oh, yeah. up. Don't blow him up. <laughs> like, oh, the Aldrin arc is so exciting to me. I, it, it's the story of redemption. You know, you don't know what you did. It's a lot to it. And, and again, like, I, I just think it's cool. I, I I would love for that whole thing to play out with the Hunter Vanguard. I just don't know when they're going to do it. But I mean, I'm yeah. hoping it's, that's it's like really Sabathun cool because, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sabathun. Oh. But right now, you know, I've heard that the narrative team, again, has a lot more runway for their story than they've had before in the past. And that's, you know, getting to hear from them in any capacity. That's what they've been talking about lately, because Mm -hmm. they they have this breadth to work with. Mm -hmm. And the way that we just have to, you know, be patient. I know it's it's Mm -hmm. hard to navigate sometimes when we don't get an immediate ending to a storyline yeah. and it's 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 hard not to be like tell us what happens Bungie <laughs> but being patient and waiting for that and then mm-hmm. finding out how that ends is oh. we, ha- okay. we have an ending to we haven't had an ending to many storylines yet so it would be nice mm-hmm. to actually see some of mm-hmm. these things like get a little 
tied up with bows on the end of them because there's a lot of just dangling out there. Yeah. So they can start more. <laughs> just, <laughs> exactly. Keep it going. We'll close exactly. everything up now and then we'll go for it. But I want to know everything. <laughs> everything. Exactly. Tell me all the stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, obviously the big stuff this week. Stasis trailer. Yeah. Can't wait. That seems just like literal game-changing stuff happening there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Xbox Game Pass. We'll hear about PlayStation at some point. I'm sure it's going to be similar. Mm-hmm. And then in the TWAB, they gave us a nice little deep dive coming up, which is stuff that I always love watching. So we got a developer deep dive coming up on the Destiny Dungeon. It's about prophecy. Mm. So we're actually going to see one of the developer kind of nice. deep dives that they've done before, breaking Do it down. Who? I don't, I, I have not seen who actually. I keep being very curious because I don't know if it's mm. going to be art or story because the story related to that is really interesting because prophecy and you've always got like the wasteland where you see all the four planets that are going away. I want to understand if they're going to explain like if there's because literally the word prophecy, if the story is actually being told to us, if they're going to like, mm-hmm. There's probably a lot they can't even tell, so I'm very curious yeah. what they go to in. Um, mm-hmm. Got to toot my horn a little bit here, though. Let's go. Let's go. Talk I fi- about I it. I finished my solo <laughs> flawless. Woo! Yes! Let's I was go. trying to do the first boss last night and just oh, couldn't get past it, so nice. kudos to you. Salute to A. So, like, honestly, like, when I started trying to solo flawless, I was doing the first boss. I was like, I'm never going to freaking get this. And I have I died many, many times in between to get there. Mm-hmm. So it was... Oh, when was it? I can't even remember the day. It was the previous week when I had like, I got to the final boss mm-hmm. for like solo practice and I died on him for days. Literally like get on for a couple hours, work on it, die, 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 work on it for days. I was like, I finally got to the point where I finished it and I was like, okay, finally killed him. Right. And then I was like, all right, let me start the next week. Went through, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, so official solo, flawless, maybe attempt to probably practice. I got him down to a quarter health my first time I tried. The final boss to it. Final. A quarter health. Mm-hmm. And died. Oh. Stupidest little thing, too. It was like, Ugh. used mountaintop on a scion. I was a little low. I put up a wall. And he just did the melee, like, oh. through the wall with the reach. And those stupid scions in there. Why you have to even punch him twice in the <laughs> first place? I don't know. I hate the scions in those rooms. Mm. Can't stand they're it. they're at power level with you. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're brutal. Mm. Uh, so that sucked. Second time I went through, got all the way to the ribbons and just like flubbed the sparrow drive. I was like, oh, I walk, oh. I walk in there. Oh, no, I, yeah, I rescued it. When I did the full flawless run, I was like, no, when I did the full flawless run, I was like, I don't care. I'm driving it. It's happening. Ooh, I did. Gangsta. Yeah. So I drove Salute. it. So you I had to. You are more committed than I am to this. Salute. That's that was like, right for there. me, occasionally I'm just like, I feel like I'm going to like hit the space ball wrong or screw it. Cause you have mm-hmm. a lot of things you have to jump down and go through to me. So I'm like, if I can get by like two spots, like I know there's a couple of places I do get off and walk to like transfer. I'm not one of those that like esoteric where he's like, I'm never getting off. No, there's a couple of mm-hmm. places I get off for mm-hmm. two crucial transitions, but everything else, like it's almost easier to drive and get by everything. So if I can manage the two spots, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, so we're going through mm. and I get there and then I finally get to the boss room. I'm like, all right, we're here again. Mm-hmm. There is one room because it's a pure a tetrahedron. Technically, if you're yep. gonna get that's what all of them are. There's four sides to it. So you have the base one mm-hmm. you start, and you have three sides that you could go between. And mm-hmm. it's the one with the blue like triangle that you can fall into, like the floor. If you look up, it looks like a blue triangle. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the one I hate the most. The way the room is organized, I just don't seem to find a good place. And it's always yeah. every time you enter one of those rooms, it's absolute it's chaos because you got 
three on each side, and you have to on use like side. which corner do I start in? I have to clear one quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, to clear that thing, I waited for my super every time. Took my bubble nice. into one of those. I was just nice. like, I switched over to two pieces of intellect gear and was just hanging Smart. out with chat, talking away, and be like, all right. <laughs> he said, we gonna wait for this like, super build up. Okay, all right. Nice. So we're back. Switch the gear back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am probably the stupid one who used Xenophage the entire way through, mm-hmm. except the first boss. I used sword. Everything else. I literally didn't take Xenophage off. Nice. My man, I have been, I love Xenophage. I, it is the best weapon in this expansion as far as I'm concerned. It's so oh, And is. I use it all the time. And people were like, use Mountaintop, use this, use that. Use that and I am about to go back and, or not Mountaintop, uh, Wither Horde, sorry. Right. Um, I don't have a Mountaintop. I'm not mm-hmm. one of... I, the people who were committed enough to get that thing. <laughs> oh, I bashed I my just, head against that wall. That's for real. Oh, yeah, he uh-uh. did. Mm-hmm. But I just Xenophage. I love it, and maybe I'll mm-hmm. maybe I'll have to try it because it's mm-hmm. it's so good. <laughs> it, it hits like a truck. It it, mm-hmm. it really does. And for high end content, I mean, having that now, it, it's. I mean, yeah. I mean, and then with snipers getting nerfed, you know, Izanagi kind of fell down. So. Mm-hmm. You know, Zeno, and shout out to Screaming here, shout out to Wilhelm Screaming. I'll never forget. He, that man dragged me. I did not want to get it because I was just like, it, remember when it first came out? It was, I was trash when it started. It was horrible. I was trash. So I was just like, eh. And he's like, no, bro, we can get it real quick. And I'm like, all right. He, I went kicking and screaming, playing with him to get it. And then when mm-hmm. I got it, and then like the very next week they buffed it, I'm like, oh my God, thank you, Scream. I'm glad I, yeah. I'm glad I did this thing. But it's amazing. They, that's some of the things I wonder, though, and I guess that's where we talk about like the Xbox mm-hmm. and what that does for the future or anything like that. When it comes to like some of the testing we've had throughout this year between mm-hmm. lots of error codes, Xenophage needing a 50% buff in PvE, like, <laughs> are you are you kidding? Like, how do you how do you whiff the target that oh, it'll be totally fine. We got to buff it by how much? We got to go 200%? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. How'd you miss that far? But now it is it is good and it can put out some... I wish it had like mm-hmm. like five more bullets. Yeah, you just want a little bit more? Yeah, like, if uh, I put two reserves on him at 34. Mm-hmm. Now granted, I'm using Actium Morig as a Titan, so it just does its own thing yeah, and never you stops. Come on now. You got, yeah, but, you got the nice setup. The but Titan. I will say, if, it was, if you could do double reserves and it was 39, you had three full clips. You yeah. can't get three full clips. You barely get like that's two and a half right done. now. That, that's I know it's like it's slow. But it's just, it's, it's mm-hmm. so the reload is so slow without yeah. something like Actium War Rig. I feel purposely like it would done, justify bro. a few more bullets in there. That's purposely all. done, bro. They knew what they were doing. The thing is like a truck. It would, thing, be, it would be it would be really be powerful sick. if it had anything else in its favor. Yes, and I don't one know. Thing, it does. Yes, one thing about Bungie, they do not like us standing still and unloading on bosses. We, oh, I can tell you, I didn't stand still clear. in that boss room for except <laughs> tiny little parts. Facts, facts. But, but yeah, no, so, I, I trust me, uh, I feel you. That I'll was you. that was. I will say of the three yeah, dungeons I, I, I we've had, done all three. You've done solo three. Woo! Prophecy is the hardest. Wow. I will I say have to do the other two. Uh, so I'd said it before, like, so for the solos on the other two, you had Shattered Throne, Pit of Heresy, pretty equal in the way the encounters were. You had like the two mazes up front, mm-hmm. like go through different directions and figure out which order to do stuff. You have kind of like a traversal section. Mm-hmm. You have a pain in the butt, like kind of chaotic section, a little bit more traversal and a boss. And that was like almost kind of what it was going to be. This thing flipped the crap out of like so many different pieces to it. 
in very cool ways. First, they added the mechanic of the light in the dark. So you actually oh, had so to be cool. more aware of what you were doing, just like mm -hmm. where your feet were standing. And if you were standing long enough to see your screen switch over. Mm -hmm. And then it even just starts out with the like the rotating rings. Like as those move, the light in the platform moves and you're like, well, crap, I can't shoot dark back here now. I've got to actually switch my positions. Mm -hmm. And then just as you go through the cube rooms, you like teleport up and come out another side and you're and they're always using just the perspective in here. It's like I'm so curious to see what this developer, if they can give some oh, yeah. some like story narrative understanding yes. of what the hell this place is in reference yes. to the nine, what the prophecy is of, mm -hmm. what is all these different things we're doing, how like it's a it's a really interesting design, but it's yes. definitely harder as well. Mm -hmm. And then the boss room. Just to solo that whole thing is crazy. At some it's point, I do want to try and work on like a solo like build where it's like it's not Xenophage, it's not Mountaintop. Now, the oh. goofy thing I will tell you guys one time I went through and I finished the first encounter, the circular yes. salt and pepper section. I did that with <laughs> Mountaintop, Truth Teller, and a sword. That was Ooh. it. I finished it with just those three wow. on accident because I was trying yeah. to be like somebody was like, well, what about what if I don't have Mountaintop? So I was like, I switched. I put my grenade launcher down there and I had another auto rifle. And then I went to go put Mountaintop back on when I started again afterwards. Mm -hmm. But I left Truth Teller. I was like, yeah, let's see if it happens. And I did it. I was like, all right. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so apparently it's doable and weird setup. So, like, there are ways. But I think the I think the force of having to be active in many more places makes the solo flawless harder. Because mm -hmm. the Chamber of Suffering, you have to be active. But you can slow down. Even the ogre fight, you can slow down more than Chamber of Suffering, but Chamber of Suffering is in prophecy, like the intensity and continual movement in like three different places in, in, different in places, prophecy. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's even, it, they just cranked it up. So I'm very, very curious about this. Yeah, one. I'm very curious about this. And, you know, you, you love when you get these treats from Bungie, from a developer deep dive, the thought process behind things. And, you know, I wanted to ask Moon this. Um, one thing that really struck me with prophecy was how aesthetically like it looked. Okay. Oh, get it, get it, Again. she's ready. Oh, we, we opened it. Go for <laughs> yep. it. We did, the can of worms, it's out there. Let's go. Uh, but, oh my God, my audio, I'm so excited right now. <laughs> <laughs> now you're good, you're good. But I, uh, mm -hmm. I hate to be like, I know people at Bungie. I know people. Let's go talk your I talk, am friends. Girl. I am really good friends with somebody who works, I don't know a lot of people really well, but there is a man named Adam Pino oh. who oh, um, we met, we works met him on the sandbox. He's yeah, an awesome, awesome guy. Awesome dude. Super generous. Like, mm -hmm. he gave me my tour of Bungie when oh, I was there last year. And that's a, that's I, a dream I, moment I am so, for I am so grateful dream. for this. I'm not out here just to flex about it. I just, I'm <laughs> telling you, I am so just like, <laughs> She's I, I still can't believe it because mm -hmm. I am so thankful. But he was like knowing you and knowing how much you loved the nine space because i love unknown space i love the I, like i will sit in reckoning forever just to look at oh, it so good um and he's like knowing that and knowing that you like the elixir it was impossible mm -hmm. it felt impossible to not tell you about it and i was like oh so that tells i feel like that tells you what you need to know is that this aesthetically this is the dungeon for me <laughs> mm -hmm. it is it's got the tron vibes it's yes! got you know oh, the cube room yes. it's got the mc escher sort of art vibe mm -hmm. going on mm -hmm. it's it's so in you have like the zen garden sort of mm -hmm. just kind of blank space yes meditative feeling to a lot mm -hmm. of the areas and it's 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 beautiful it's aesthetically it's 
one of the best things that's been in Destiny yeah, 2, in my is. opinion. I agree. I so. agree. And shout out to your, your Reckoning reference, too, because I, I, I do love that. You know, it mm-hmm. really it really is cool. And um, it's just something about that art style and the triangles and little flags. And it, it just, it, it's something about it. I, and I, like, we got to shout again. I'm, I'm always going to salute the audio team. When you drop mm-hmm. down and reckoning and the beat hit, that beat hit different. Woo! When where? You know where that and the bass hit. Which well, section? I, I just, Sorry, you cut out. Reckoning. Reckoning. Oh, as reckoning, soon as you drop it. down and reckon, you drop down in the hole, you put your mode in, and the beat hit. That it's it's tough. I like that reckoning, that track. You know what I mean? So for me, with prophecy, it gave me a little more of that vibe, more in this universe. Very, you know, curious as to what's going on. You know, the testing of the night, lore-wise, all this yeah. stuff is cool, and, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. It's so cool because I think what's really, really wonderful about the Nine Space is mm-hmm. it's emblematic of what video games can do with mm-hmm. visual storing, with visual storytelling. Because you know, yes. this isn't just a planet with foliage and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that feels so out there and so yes. unreal and different because. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a medium that allows for that, and that's what makes it really special to me. Right. Well, yeah, you take even a lot of places, even somewhere like Venus, you have, you know, different colored rain and different covered lava. And like Mars, it's like, we gotta have an aspect. And you see something like this, and it feels truly alien. Kind of the yes. only yes. other thing that has yeah. hit me that way is when we went to the pyramid ship for the first time. The architecture mm. and the feel in there felt so. I mean, yeah, you had a statuesque figure, but like the architecture and the feel. Felt more felt alien. The nine feels yes. the farthest for sure. Yes, which is yeah. so cool. Yeah, it's the just nine are this incomprehensible, omnipotent, unfathomable entity. Mm-hmm. Even uh, even more so now than the darkness, because now yes. we kind of have a little bit better sense of what mm-hmm. the darkness is and what it represents. But the nine are just this concept that's mm-hmm. you know in a dimension that's not even our own. It's it's yeah. so out there and yeah, that is picture what, them as like the oh. guardians of the galaxy like cosmics and two like mm-hmm. uh chris pratt's dad like kurt russell's character just mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. like something so far removed that we can't even fathom what they are yeah the right. celestials and stuff like celestial that. like, that's I, the word i was looking yeah for. i grew yeah. up on that like I, i'm a big uh silver server fan in marvel comics and like mm-hmm. i remember reading that book as a kid i'm like this is real deep for some of my <laughs> like, like it, it's out there, you know what I'm saying? But it, it again, it, it again those type of omnipotent entities, right? Mm-hmm. And the nine just have seemed to be always on the fringe in the background, whether it be observing, testing, whatever they're doing mm-hmm. with us. So it's going to be interesting to see how they cue all this in in connection with the darkness. There's so many right. story threads that they can go, and I'm very curious to see where they go with it. But it's always good to get mm-hmm. some law, any little bit dealing with them. It's always very right. And I always love, you know, I, I often talk about a series I want to make for our YouTube channel where I talk about like occult and metaphysical symbology and destiny because there is so much, so much. that underpins the narrative like that. Like you mm-hmm. get to, you know, just your basic like mythology, your Norse mythology with the Ooh. Iron Lords. You talk mm-hmm. about your, you know, your Greek mythology with the Vex mm-hmm. and like. Talk about that Egyptian mythology with, with Osiris. Osiris and Ooh. stuff like that and what that all represents and what that means and you know the nine aren't separate from this they're they're they're, they represent a lot of concepts that um Mm -hmm. are present in esotericism and that is something i love and something that's i've been around for my whole life so i would love to get a chance to talk about that in a way eventually Mm -hmm. that i can structure 
correctly. Still, I, like, I see why Destiny hits you on all these different oh, levels. Yeah. I like, it's, make it's, complete sense based on your history why this game captivates you. It makes complete sense it, now. It just makes sense for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just all I, all I can say is I'm hoping the game gets a long enough life for, mm-hmm. for them to tell like to so tell many more stories. Yeah. Tell all these stories that we want to know about to understand mm-hmm. like will we ever actually get to even meet the nine have any kind of interaction mm-hmm. with them? How far mm-hmm. are we going to get with the the light and the dark and all this stuff coming in? As you said, all the different correlations between. As you said, the Egyptian, you've got like the Anubis helmet and stuff that they tie between mm-hmm. so many cool Ooh, things that they do. Right. And um, uh, Crystal in your chat mentioned the Reckoning Tarot cards as a specific example of this. And I read tarot. <laughs> I do that in my free time. Mm-hmm. So that was very special mm-hmm. to me. Oh, we got a, um, got a question was... for you. What's your favorite D&D class? Oh, my favorite D&D class? I'm, I'm a druid through and through. Ah. I think that probably may make sense to people to say yeah for the animal yes like yeah the animal skulls and the druid yeah 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 it makes sense yeah (laughs) (laughs) if you played world of warcraft there's one with your name on it so you are good there you go yep (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm gonna follow move on right now oh thank you (laughs) she's she's fantastic Um, awesome so yeah that will be tuesday 10 a.m Basically a reset. They're doing the deep dive for the prophecy dungeon. So oh, can't wait. Can't I will be I will be eyes glued to yes. This is so you any Tuesday. Vi- I'm yes. This I spent is so, so much you. time in there. I'm I loved all the dungeons because I got a chance to talk to Eve mm-hmm. Campbell about Shattered Throne. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the one who like helped design that thing. And when like when you're talking at the beginning, and I think it was she was the one that told me that was like where you start. You're looking up to the end, and I, what the first time I went back yes. in when I got home, and I was like. Holy crap, yeah, you can. And then it was like, then I noticed in in Pit of Heresy, you look down and you can see where you... And so I'm like, what's... So Mm -hmm. it's like, they couldn't do it in here because we kept warping Mm -hmm. everywhere. So I did like... Mm -hmm. Just those... The dungeons are some of my favorite pieces because Mm -hmm. raiding is cool. I've always enjoyed the raiding part, Mm -hmm. but I just haven't had that good of a... I haven't had as much of a group to raid as much recently. Mm -hmm. I've had some more people help me, which has actually Mm -hmm. been making it a lot of fun. But Mm -hmm. the dungeons, just some challenging thing I can get into and you have like... Just the way it's all built, uh, the dungeons are my favorite. Which- I ain't gonna lie, like not to not to cut you, just real quick. Uh, I always get excited when a dungeon's announced because I know how you're gonna get. Because I'm like, oh, he when he heard about prophecy. Because let's be real, we didn't think we were gonna get one, right? Necessarily. Well, my but, worry you know, now is we got one now it's that we're perfect- not gonna get one Beyond Light. I worry we're not gonna get right. like a Beyond Light dungeon. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's the perfect PVE content yes. in my opinion because it's it's just between like a strike and a raid yes, right yes. it's the middle ground between those mm-hmm. two it's accessible but it's mm-hmm. challenging it's mm-hmm. it's um it's doable yes with a smaller team you don't have to coordinate as much but it's yes. still so interesting Very and much it presents so. a new mechanic which again i wish bungie would do that more and more things oh i know so you it's get so to experience cool that. Like, okay. i'm always gonna be a raid guy but mm-hmm. i have to say dungeons are one of the coolest things additions the game and yeah i i it's it's always a treat it's always a treat to to, to see them add that stuff good you was about to say something oh i don't even know now i blanked wasn't sorry, that important sorry my bad <laughs> <laughs> i just said your dungeon bag my, my bash for interrupting. Oh, no. yeah yeah uh mm-hmm. but yeah i'm just kind of very curious to hear about but yeah the dungeons for me and was, oh that's what it was i was gonna say and dakota reminded me as well it's like when i took my brother through we can two minute work through and that was when i actually got my flawless run through 
was mm. by accident with him. It wasn't the solo flawless, <laughs> but the I because I was like helping him and I was resing him and I didn't even realize. And then my chat occasionally like make me do like setups or push ups. Like, all right, do that. <laughs> Flew back to tower, and then all yeah. of a sudden I check him like, oh, I got a triumph. What is this? I'm like, wait. He's like, what? oh. And I did the flawless <laughs> on accident in there, and I was like, but I got to oh, like experience that one with my brother and what stuff. So it was, it's been he's some stuck. cool stuff like that that he I've been. <laughs> the darkness has him. He's back. Okay, there he is. Yeah, I he's saw the, I saw the Twitch drop drop for a second. Sorry, okay. I couldn't couldn't help it. But yeah, just the fact that I got to take my brother through, and it's just he and I can play stuff like that, and it's harder for a raid because you know there's yeah. four other people going on, so and we're people. just kind of like making sure we do our pieces. But my mm -hmm. brother and I can play through, and it's not a strike. Like we've done enough strikes. We get them. They're short. They're kind of. This is like, it's a cool encounter for both of us. It's the right size, as you said. Speaking of Ray, shout out to uh, Scarrow, you, and got my, my God the Salvation jacket. Yeah, baby. I saw that. Nice. Looking like the top gun out here. Oh, oh listen, I love this jacket. That jacket's amazing. Oh, my God. Great. My first one. I was I'm so happy. Well, and then I saw Moon got a got a book in the mail that I'm actually very yeah. intrigued to oh, get. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I, okay. <laughs> I feel like this is just Moon is like uh -huh. a teacher's pet situation with Bungie <laughs> because I've been hyping up. The, I got they sent me the cookbook. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> and I almost cried when I got it oh, because that flex. it was something I really wanted anyway. Like it was something I was like, I'm gonna pre-order this the minute I can. I'm gonna, mm -hmm. you know, I'm gonna. I'm going to get it when it's out as, as soon as I possibly can, because that sort of thing is really interesting to me and getting to explore a, the franchise, the destiny franchise through other mediums besides actually playing the game. Mm -hmm. How fucking cool is that? Um, but anyway, so I got uh, this little book in the mail and I, I like looked at it and I was like, Oh, that's so nice. That's awesome. And it just, it felt so good. And it was that's just awesome. wonderful. Salute. Salute. Mm -hmm. All but the chefs out there. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Anybody Have who you... likes cooking, if you like cooking, you like Destiny. Get this right book here. because there yeah, is this guy. There is mm -hmm. a variety of different recipes in there, and mm -hmm. there's something in there for everyone. I think after looking through it, I am definitely going to mm -hmm. um, make some myself very soon. Here, there's, there's cocktails. Like, yeah, I saw there's cocktails really? in there. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. oh. there's. I'll share one with you. There is. Uh, it's based on Izanagi's Burden, and it is like a sake cocktail. Oh, man. I think it has mint in it. Uh, it just sounds so good. But yeah, there's wait, wait, ramen. Wait, wait. Um, Crystal's asking if there's ramen. Is there? there so yep, there's a spicy ramen theme. recipe. Oh, there has it's to like be. <laughs> really That's involved. So like, you make, you know, your mm -hmm. your broth that takes days to... It's just, it's so involved. Um, and like, the, the way this book goes into the lore and like plays with the game oh, as a story cool. is so cool. A lot of the pages, a lot, there's like a lot of little things in it that are written from Eva Levante's perspective. Stop. Like, it's kind of like oh, she cool. went around collecting recipes yep. and made this book, right? <laughs> um, and it's, that's super cool. And like, there's recipes in there that are um, mm -hmm. kind of Middle Eastern flavored, which... Okay. They talk about being in the tower and a lot of people mm -hmm. speculate the tower is, you know, like mm -hmm. people that live in the tower are mm -hmm. part of that culture. And mm -hmm. it's it just it's such a deep dive into Destiny's oh, story. Cool. It, it, it's 100% worth getting. Nice. Well, I, just, so I cool. looked mm -hmm. currently unavailable. I put my name on the mailing list off to wait till it comes oh, back out. It's perfect. I thought you was day one with that. I didn't even know it was coming that much, and then I saw it drop, and then yeah, I just wasn't quite as on top of my game. Yeah, should have been. I, yeah, so I can do a bonus cooking video, so I'll work that's on that. So you, I'm like, I know you could literally do a channel for that. Like this, boom! This man is a beast behind the. Right. You, know, you and Swain Stash should talk. 
Uh, he is beyond me, believe me. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I actually saw his video mm-hmm. over knives and stuff. I like mm-hmm. to cook. Uh, I mm-hmm. do a pretty decent job when it makes some stuff. Yes. But now he's a chef. Like I'm, I'm a home cook. He's a chef. Like <laughs> I think a different he would love that. He Swain. One of the things I really love about Swain's dash is that he is passionate about things and loves being around other people who share that same passion, mm-hmm. regardless of what your perceived yeah. skill is right yeah. he if you're excited about it you want to talk if you went to swain and were like let's talk about food that conversation <laughs> could possibly never end like <laughs> oh, you could have that, that as long as you stretched it out because he just that's loves dope. food and he loves cooking and that's it's mm-hmm. it's really cool so that's dope. But yeah shout out to swain's dash oh, go follow swain. him if you like Those, yeah, if you guys don't know him definitely little video about a chef's knife and i'm like yep got one of those Mm-hmm. So Please, cool. for the love of God, make sure your knives are sharp. That's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> a dull knife is a dangerous thing, bro. You would, be, yo, could you, you would have a dope channel doing that, bro. Like, Do you it. Add that in? Like that. Well, dope. I was doing like so when we were all in. So I teach. So I'm like a fitness kickboxing instructor, but I still mm-hmm. like food, which is a problem. That's why I'm not as thin. <laughs> That's why I'm not as thin as I should be. <laughs> I hike all the time, and I am. I, I'm chunky, so I get it. But like, so I was like, that's all. <laughs> but like during all the quarantine stuff like part of what we we're doing is like for our members at our studios is trying to give them some content so part of what i did is like cooking videos and there's like a couple that i did for i think i put one or two up on my channel i think dakota actually made one of them they were like one was a healthier recipe and stuff like that but mm. like the setup for cooking videos is a whole different animal for like uh, real yeah. life proper audio i have like a a cheap mm. lapel mic that I got my wife so she could try and make a yoga video, but I was like, nice. I ended up using that. You, Crystal, don't you start. Um, <laughs> Crystal's not in. <laughs> so I was like, the cooking, like to do cooking stuff. And again, I'm, I hate making half ass things. Yeah. Right. I get so it. I was yeah. like, so I want, like, I would want, like, the DSLR camera set up with, like, a proper, mm. like, microphone recorded separate audio. And I'm like, it's so much more of a production than just this, like, yeah. amateur thing. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the quinoa one is what she made. And then made. you have to have like your cooking tech accessible too. Yeah. While you're filming, oh, while you have so lights much on, set out beforehand. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. all right, ingredients all measured here. Everything's perfect. Okay. And then I went through the explanation of why I use these things. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, this is such trash. <laughs> I ended up put. <laughs> I ended up uploading it. Dakota made it. I was like, it was fine. But I was like, oh. I just my production quality was uh, so mm-hmm. low, especially because I've watched. I mean, uh, the Bon Appetit test kitchen and like all those, I was like the. I know comparing yourself to that, it's like, how could I ever oh, God, he's think? He's so hard on himself, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just like being ridiculous. Like, come on, you got to start. Everyone starts something. I think you should. I still think you, you should, should do it. That and is I, a I, but I agree with you because, like, I mm-hmm. fall into the same, like, yeah. trappings uh, what is, of. Um, I can't. What know. is. I'm trying to remember because I think Nims even mentioned her, too, and I'm trying to remember the name. It's. Uh, she's got, like, the silver, the rogue hair for Bon Appetit, and she does the. Gourmet oh, makes. Claire. Claire, yes. Uh, yeah, Claire yeah. Saffitz. Yep, Claire Saffitz. Shout out to Claire. Uh, if I could ever meet her, she'd school me in everything. She's She seems so cool. <laughs> but she'll do like, she'll do gourmet makes and it's like how to make a Cheeto or how to make a Pop-Tart and she'll make a gourmet kitchen's version of like basic, she's made like Reese's cups and just like things that you picture, but it's a gourmet version. Man, it's just like watching her go through breaking all that stuff down is, their kitchen is amazing, but just mm-hmm. all that stuff is so, so cool. No mm-hmm. doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Dakota said it. It was, it was, it was fine what she did. She, she's about that. Yeah. Salute to Dakota. 
<laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, apparently, I'm going to let you the guys chat, talk for a little the bit. The chat so. then redeems. So, oh, man. So if you want to keep the conversation or wrap it up cognito, I will. Going to get a little play-by-play. Play. So, Mood, as yeah. we do here at the the last point of the campfire, we were very promoting yep. fitness here. You know, we definitely, yeah, we got sit-ups. We got 10 sit-ups, sir. <laughs> get to it. So, you know, we like to promote healthy, my healthy body because that's what the Guardian needs. Even watching, look at the, look at the proper form right here. This is textbook. <laughs> Ebontish right here. Look at the look at the proper form. The elbows tucked, the knees hidden. This is what you want to do. This to, to, to really go against this COVID stagnation. You need to be gotta doing stay these active. Things. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta stay active. And this is what we provide. E provides this. Yo, Crystal, you evil. They got they got a ton of points, boom. They got we a ton often of... say this on Planet Destiny, but this yes. is why you need to watch the live this, show. This is why you gotta watch the show. And here we go. <laughs> I mean, look at the push-up form. Elbows out. We're getting the outside grip. We're not doing this. Working oh, I the can't do push like that. I'm made of <laughs> We're working the outer chest. Power move <laughs> right there. You know, he providing a lot of motivation today during these troubled times of no gyms. <laughs> <laughs> and a dab, my man Ivantis. Look, look what you get here at yeah. the last word. <laughs> Bravo, sir. Awesome. Good shit. I don't even know what you. I don't even know what you just said. I we never do. I'll play it back later. Yeah. <laughs> the chat is impressed. You got a lot of woos. So, Mr. Cat, you know I got to give that play by play. Come on, Mr. Cat, you know what I do. <laughs> yeah, sadly I do. <laughs> Salute to E for being a sport and salute to the chat for being and Crystal for being pure evil. I saw, I saw that. She, oh, he, he had it coming too. Yeah. He's like, I got some points to use. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you rose the points up a little bit because they were getting abusive before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bumped the levels up. I was like, you guys are yeah, way, yeah. They're way too liberal handing out these exercises. <laughs> All right, these get more expensive now. <laughs> You guys got to save go. up. Listen, the price, of the, the price of the fitness instruction has gone up, y'all. You got to take a fit. <laughs> this man does this professionally, and he does it here on the podcast. But salute. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it, was, it was cool. It was cool to see that the, the cookbook stuff and, and just to see them kind of get into that realm. Um, I love what you're saying, Moon, about the theme, and you get a little, little. Yeah, now more. I want it even more. Now, yeah, like, it's I'm not like, just now like, like, here's a recipe. It's, it. like, it's so, so yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. much more than just a cookbook, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's, you know, I had a feeling it was going to be, and it, it definitely delivers. Absolutely. It's, you it's, need, it's you need a to thing do like a recording, an audio recording of like one of the recipes and the lore that goes with it. Just do that as like one of your videos out there. It'd be mm-hmm. perfect. That would be mm-hmm. super cool. Well, you got the right voice for it. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you do. They were actually saying it earlier in chat, yeah. just uh, in very much enjoying your voice. It's very soothing. Yes, very much. so that's radio. I, that makes me happy to hear. I think it's mm-hmm. one of my better like talents or useful assets. So that's dope. <laughs> that's dope. You much, you much cat. Yeah, I was gonna. Well, I yeah, I'm coming back, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. No, that's most of it. So obviously, Beyond Light, we know it's far away, but we know it'll be part of Xbox Game Pass. We'll wait to see what PlayStation says, which mm-hmm. rumors are that may be coming up not that far away. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's most of what's going on this week is yeah. just breaking down that trailer frame by frame. Yeah, yeah. I love that the beavers are being handled. So, so that's, that's true. Yeah, I will say. Mm-hmm. I don't, Did you read I, the thread about that? Mm-mm. No, is there a new that thread? That came out. Um, let me see really quick. Oh, educate, educate. Yes. So there, somebody who actually worked on the network 
program. Oh, I like to hear this. Let's let's hear this. Uh, made a whole thread about it. It's a mm-hmm. bunch of technical stuff that I completely do not understand. But if you mm-hmm. want to read more about it, yes. Um, his name is Fletcher Dunn. Mm-hmm. He goes. Um, his at on Twitter is Z Post Facto, all one word. Well, definitely going to be reading that. I'm very curious. Um, yep, but he talks yes. about. Yeah, just the engineering that went into it and stuff. It's very, de- very interesting, especially if you're into that. Valve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because the main issue was, uh, brief overview, not as much detail, was the idea is like there were different servers that were touching, and it was like, so you had Chicago and Virginia, which is central and east coast, and that's where a lot of the beavers were happening. And mm-hmm. apparently the issue was like if you touched both of those servers, it would drop a packet and would basically send you that error. So that was the major issue if it... If it happened to touch two of those in its pathing, that was, I think, gener- like briefly what I caught at one point, and I'm sure there's much more detail in it, but it was just, it's really weird that they tracked that down as a thing for a lot of beaver errors. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking on his timeline. You may have to send me the link directly. Oh, it's, oh, it's just a thread that he was talking in. Okay. Oh, yeah, there it is. I see it now. Yep. July 23rd in reference to the code. Like the bug. Oh, he goes in. He, he goes really in. Yeah, this is definitely beyond my pay grade. Um, <laughs> yeah, me too. But like, if yeah. if you're into IT in any capacity, which I, I am, but yeah, yeah I, I'm more on the cloud side, infrastructure. Oh, side. gotcha. He's gotcha, he's gotcha. definitely network engineer. But yeah, background for the past few months, Destiny has been using some Steam peer to peer networking tech that he's been working on. Oh, he goes in. Oh, I'm gonna clip this thread. What I'll do, chat, because it is very salute the moon for letting me know. This. this is really cool. I'll put the thread in the chat for you guys. That's the thread where he seems to start it off. And E, I'll send that to you too internally. Yeah. So you have it. But I'm I'm a geek, IT geek for this type of stuff. So I really want to know Super because um I've always to told people, you know, people are giving me crap because I was like, look, man, this thing was more stable when it was at you know Blizznet. Like, you know, well, like, they built it around that, probably. Right. So yep. I just needed to know as soon as it went to Steam. Why are the animals coming out the woodwork? Why am I yeah. <laughs> like what's going on with the beavers yeah. and centipedes and everything was like it was crazy. It would get to the point. It was so bad. I literally would get scared going into the tower because it would take seconds and I get b- bumped right out. Mm-hmm. And it was happening consistently. It was frustrating. So yeah, I'm definitely, definitely gonna check that out. You know, salute the moon for that. Cause yeah, that, that's cool stuff to see. I always like to see how mm-hmm. the developers work around stuff like that and, and what the actual root and cause of the problems were. So dope stuff. Nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, less uh, less dam building throughout mm-hmm. our game is a good thing. I love how they yes. titled it "Dam Beavers." So fitting, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, your Twitch Prime rewards will continue. So make sure you don't forget about those. Yeah, mostly ornaments and such. A couple exotics that are very very old. Mm-hmm. But all of that, all in all, that pretty much covers the week. It's we're in this weird limbo. <sighs> limbo is the wrong word. We we have a season that got extended by a lot. Uh, so we're going to have a lot more time for, we said this before, to where it's how are they going to space out the evacuation of the planets? How are we going to wrap up if there's a live event at the end of the season? How are the planets going to go away? But I feel like anything that was potentially planned to happen is now so much farther away. We've got this now big lagging window of what's going to fill it. And we know we've got, you know, Solstice of Heroes probably going to the EAZ. We don't know, but maybe. Mm-hmm. And then now we've got the Halloween event, which I have very low expectations for. Makes me sad because Festival of the Lost is another one of those aesthetic things that I think has well, they, so much potential. 
They do a great job in the tower when they decorate those things. But yeah, the activity itself is like I've gone through for they changed up. It was like waves versus did you get enough to get the five bosses? And Mm -hmm. I don't expect any drastic changes this time, especially as their big focus will be beyond light. It's just we have so much more time to do a season's worth of stuff. And then we only work on even your have seals. Work on your longer game. Well, Conqueror like, is going to be the one right? to go for. It. I will say, yeah. Conqueror right now. For one, shout out to Esoteric. He soloed the corru- the corrupted Grandmaster, and he said it's the hardest one he's ever had to do. Jesus, oh, gosh. even on the regular Nightfall, that strike is yeah. hell. But yeah, he said so, that one took him about twenty five hours of work, and for him, he's like, I will, I'm done. He did it once, and that's the longest he's ever had. And I'm just like, more power to you, man. You are mm-hmm. a godlike he's above crazy. pretty much all the rest of us. He, he, he's an XO. He's not a human being. I'm at the <laughs> point now. The level of, of, of amazing things. Exoteric. Yeah. Ex- ex- Exoteric. Perfect. I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's lit. That's Lyrium. Exo- he, he's, 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 he's not that, that's a, That's an Android. That's something else going on there. The level of, 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 of amazement things that he does is just like, wow. But I will he's, still say if you are going to work mm-hmm. on your Conqueror title, Still yeah. try it this season, even if the strikes yeah. got a little harder because sunsetting is coming in beyond yeah, light. Coming. And if mm-hmm. the conqueror keeps being a thing, your mm-hmm. arsenal's about to get a whole lot smaller. So you may as well take advantage of at least all your tools right now, is mm-hmm. all I can say. So you've got, and that's again, at, like they did all six before and then they opened up so you could do all six in the same week for the last couple right. of weeks. Are they going to go same thing and we just have like nine weeks to work on all of them? Are they going to do two rotations? I'm wondering how mm-hmm. some of this stuff is going to play out. Mm. Yeah, I mean it, it is interesting, right? Because we we they they had to delay, which we we have to assume prior to that, you know, they had a set cadence, right? Each week for what they wanted to do with um you know with this season leading into Beyond Light. So it is going to be interesting how they play the adjustment period by stretching it out those extra weeks. So I am curious to see what happens, you know, and we'll see. We we'll see the, the cool thing, you know, if you got other games like. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. And people you know, are really backlog. Ghost right now. Oh my god, so good. Me and you going to definitely talk about yeah. Shout out, by the way, if you guys are listening to this, look forward mm-hmm. at some point a last word. Uh who knows what we're gonna call that one. But it's yeah. we we have both been playing way too much of Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. and oh. we're definitely going to be talking about that one mm-hmm. at some point. It'll be a Tsushima. Tsushima edition. Campfire. Ninjas. Cheetah style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we will do that. But no, I mean, it's it's going to be one of the time. I mean, in their defense, we got to see. They may have some stuff cooking up that we just don't know about. But um, I will say, boy, I'm not necessarily thrilled about, you know, oh, Festival of the Lost. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, these activities yeah. don't, you know, get me jumping for joy that I'm going to be doing. But, you know, we understand the situation they're in. And, you know, we, we definitely, at the end of the day, we want Beyond Light to be great. Right? Right. So if they need the time, Take the time you need, get it done. Right. If you got, like you, you, you said it perfectly, right? If there's things that you need done, you know, get the, get your raids done, get your get your seals, get all the hardcore stuff you can yep. done, and um, you know, prep. What I've been doing is, you know, I've been looking at going through the vault, looking at my sunset weapons, getting rid of stuff that I need to get, getting rid of the reprise, getting the reprise versions of things. So I'm the reissues, ready. the reissues of the same thing. Of That's a whole different stuff. So I'm ready, you know. And, you know, just having the archetypes and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I'm definitely... Oh, shout out to Chris. Chris was like, yo, if we went to do the uh, Sushi Me podcast, he's got that Japanese law. We may need him for that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we need him. But, yeah, that's it. That's what I'm saying. Get things done, y'all. Get things done. And, um, you know, be, so you swear you're prepped and you're ready to go for the new content. And, um, 
That's pretty much it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's most of what we got for the week. Um, yeah. We can wrap it up. I know it's we're right at about two hours there for yeah. Moon, so we got to let you get back to your world yes. as well. But <laughs> I want to let you. Uh, we could probably talk about some of this stuff all night, especially if it's mm-hmm. cooking and food oh, and yeah. cookbooks and stuff. I could so go forever. If we get the right topics, we'll open you up. But uh, I want you to let them know where they can find you if you got any cool projects coming up for you, Planet Destiny. Where they can find you, where they can support you, definitely check out her Patreon. So yes. tell tell them everything. The floor is yours. Where where's the best place to get all your stuff? Everything. Go. Yeah, Go. Twitter is probably the best place to find me at Moonvald. Uh, a lot of my personal projects are kind of in limbo right now. My Patreons and just I am not doing a lot with that. Normally there I read narrative fiction and poetry out loud, and I oh wow mail people letters and make little handmade things for people. Um. But that will be coming back soon. If anything I do interests you, you know, that helps support me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start streaming on Twitch probably at the end of summer. Uh, just nice. Moonvald. Moonvald everywhere, pretty much. <laughs> so, like I got two of them on screen if you can't see them. But yeah, definitely follow, <laughs> follow everywhere um, that you can. But yeah. Yeah. Salute. Salute them all for coming through. Thank you so much for having me. This is an excellent discussion. I had a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, it means a lot to us. That really yeah, does. thank you yeah. very much from from a fellow producer of many things. Yes, it definitely means a lot to us. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, Sir Cognito of the ILP, what you got yes. cooking? I'm sure Sunday. you got nothing happening this weekend. Nothing nah, to talk nothing about. Nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. It's going to be like a four-hour <laughs> podcast for you guys. Uh, I can no, only imagine. Uh, no, we, we're working on cutting that down. We get too long. <laughs> Um, yeah, so shout out, shout out to Taboot again, but um, yeah, you already know at Law Cognito on Twitter, I Law Podcast on YouTube and Twitch. Sorry, Mixer, you don't exist anymore, so we don't stream to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot that was officially rest, this week. I rest, saw that tweet. Somebody's like, mm, sad rest face. Peace. Uh, yeah, salute to the Mixer Lords that rolled with us, but you're gonna have to come over to Twitch and YouTube now. And um, yeah, but uh, it will be a fun show. We're gonna have Rand Althor, one of a uh, big member of the Xbox community. He's going to be doing like an aftermath show. Hopefully, I don't want to jinx it, but hopefully we can get uh, two special guests, one on the legal side and possibly one on the um, journalistic side in gaming. And I don't if it happens, it happens. But I can confirm Rand will be there. And Rand is awesome. He's one. He runs the Xbox, too. He's a great guy. So, yeah, we're going to be doing the aftermath of the most likely the Xbox uh, conference thoughts, feels all that good stuff. And maybe talk about, I think uh, Spider-Man 4K60 is might be a hot topic right now, too. So, for the Miles Morales DLC. So, tune in. Sundays, 1 p.m. Eastern. Again, on the Iron Lords Podcast YouTube channel. And, again, everybody, thanks to the support for LordsOfGaming.net. I really appreciate it. You guys retweet the articles. You send a lot of love. Even when you disagree with us, we, we love it. We love the interaction. <laughs> so, salute to y'all, man. Salute to the writing team, everybody. And, of course, my brother... King David, if you are into statues, these artistic pieces, please watch King of the Statues. And it's on Iron Lord Podcast. It's a playlist for it. He's got great stuff up. He's got an amazing Miles Morales statue. If you're into Marvel Comics, DC, he's got these iconic statues. They're expensive as hell, but they look beautiful. So if you're into that kind of stuff, please watch him. He's so passionate. He even gives you a synopsis of the character and stuff like that. And he he did the evil thing, E. I've been resistant to doing buying, and I, he got me to buy my first one. I, I feel so good. It was an impulse buy, but I had to do it because it was impulse one of my favorite. Impulse bought a statue? Yeah. I, I can't spoil it now because we plan oh, okay. on doing something special together nice. you know, with it on, on his oh, little thing. Oh, that's going to be so cute. Yeah, I know. 
Wells, but we got to do it with Fab. He's like, don't, I got to be on that show. Like, you got to do it with me. Your first one, it's like your baby. I'm like, all right, all right. So yeah, salute the King, man. He's really killing it. King David is absolutely amazing. Please follow that. And like I said, salute the moon. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm bonding. Like, oh, she's uh, awesome. We again, can talk all thank day. Thank you so much. <laughs> she's awesome. So salute to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, besides uh, soloing dungeons in your spare time, uh, what else are you doing, sir? <laughs> uh, I've been playing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima, so you guys have seen, been seeing the streams for that one. It is fantastic. The samurai on, I can't put that game down. I wanted oh. to get the flawless, like solo flawless done so I could play that. So I'm happy it yes. didn't take me like all week to do. Uh, mm-hmm. so I will be streaming that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I will potentially be working on mm-hmm. bunker at some point. Uh, yes. But also potentially tomorrow, I actually got invited on another podcast. It's uh, with James Work, so it's their kind of Saturday warm up. So and it's Ooh. on towards their Sunday potential Guardian Royale. So what I need from all of you that listen to this thing yes. is tomorrow it is five p.m. Central Time. I'll link it. So if you follow me, I'll tell you guys where I'm going to be. Uh, but it's all based on like votes. So the more votes you have in chat for you, the quicker you move thing, move mm-hmm. like forward in the rooms and stuff. And then if you get enough mm-hmm. votes towards the end, you get to be on the Sunday show, which is Guardian Royale. So wait a minute, break that down. Like, so I got to come so up, like, if I tune in. How yeah, does this tune work? I in, vote for you? Yeah, tune in. You'll like vote mm-hmm. for me and they'll like pull me in for the quick interview first. And that's kind of how mm-hmm. they'll kind of bring every, everybody gets to go in. But then mm-hmm. depending on, I guess, how everything goes, then you mm-hmm. get voted in to be on like the Sunday show, which is like Guardian oh, Royale. I want in on that. So, like, I would never get voted in, but I want in so bad. Huh? It's, <laughs> it's like a, a two-day podcast. It's like what? a two-day competitive podcast situation. Yeah. It's so a battle what? royale yeah. podcast. So I, I, need, I need some help from all of you guys. I need some oh love. We should have, I need to vote. He should do like a, like a podcast host edition. I could get some guys from PD on it. You oh, could be on it. We could get the Rezo cast guys on it. We could get... Yeah, you can we can get maybe even like the old Crucible Radio guys on it if oh, anybody's yeah, interested anymore. We can, oh, Rums there's so many people we yeah. can get. Yeah. What? Oh, this is fire. So, yeah. So, go. it's James Work. So, it's James W-R-E-C-K. Mm-hmm. No, W-E-R-K. Mm-hmm. Uh, How, what's the Work. format on the rounds? How long they have you with, with this? Uh, I mean, like, for me, I, from what, like, it's going to be a quick introduction and you go over mm-hmm. and he'll do kind of a one-on-one with you when once mm-hmm. you get voted in and they're moving everybody in there. And then for the mm-hmm. Guardian Royale, that's a separate thing on another day. So mm-hmm. that might be a Sunday thing, which is the following day's episode. If you and they'll just do like straw polls to see who gets moved and stuff like that. That's so we awesome. Got, yeah, we're going to be. Awesome. So that's me tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. So I work in the morning, come home, do that at like five. So my wife's Yo. like, bye. <laughs> so I'm not we gonna see her you. very much except for about breakfast. But we outside of that, yeah. So follow my follow me on Twitter. Stay mm-hmm. tuned for that one. It will be Saturday, five p.m. Centralish times when that'll be going on. So stay tuned. Watch me there. Send the love my way. Would appreciate so it. Low. Oh, we got you, bro. We got you. Real quick. Um, Crystal says that Lamont Arc is going to definitely get a catalyst now because Luke said he would do it. Luke Smith said he would do it after 100 retweets. He said there's now <laughs> 400 retweets for Lemonarch to get a catalyst. I don't even know what it, I don't know what that could possibly do. Yeah, that's a good a bow. I, that's my, one of my favorite bows. That's a fun bow. I mean, maybe yeah. what faster reloads is terrifying. I can't think of what you would do for that. Yeah, what could you do, right? What could you if do? If you hit to, oh, the faster re- longer draw time, maybe? Yeah. It's the best. I would agree Crystal was the best, but I can't front though. Trinity Ghoul. Trinity Ghoul right now is powerful. Now yeah, with the catalyst. Yeah. Did you finish Trinity. yours? Can you imagine if Jotun nah, got I didn't a finish catalyst? It. Yeah, I just, I'm still working. Jotun's getting remember. a toaster, so I got to buy that. But uh, I, Yeah. I, oh, that'd be <laughs> sick. Yeah, because I remember I was doing, out, I got my Outbreak perfected. Wow. 
Yeah, you did. I saw that. Congrats. Yes. I dropped the ball, but you got the help. That's so good, bro. You, dude, you was busy soloing dungeons. You, you, you are to bigger fish. You ain't got time to be dealing with me in this old content. <laughs> No, but salute, salute. Thank you, um, Crystal. That's dope, man. I would, I would love to see that. I like them doing stuff like that because there's some yeah. exotics that really need some catalysts. Yeah. So, cool. so yeah, mm-hmm. more more Destiny stuff tomorrow with all, just yes. all, so it's a robotic Katie. Don't forget to retweet she, that. Yeah, yeah, robotic Katie. She produces it, and James works his lights on his channel. So it's just a cool thing Two they do. Great, talented people. Wonderful, yeah. competent, awesome people. Mm-hmm. And it's community. all for charity too. So like mm-hmm. as yeah. it's going on, the one that I was checking out previously it was for just Make a Wish Foundation. So any do- donations. Are going all towards that as well. So it's a good cause and a good time. So definitely check that one out. Um, and just two very awesome people. So both of those as well. Mm-hmm. But that's about all I got. So uh, Moon, when we wrap this thing up, I'm sure you've uh, seen other people to try and do synchronized things over Discord. So it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But as we oh, yeah. wrap it up, uh, I'm going to just give the wrap and then I'm going to leave this giant little pause. And you guys just say the last word in joys of editing. I'll smash it all together. Uh, but thank you guys for coming out. Uh, once we wrap up the podcast, I'm going to at least have this channel raid somebody else. So stay tuned for that one. But for episode 113, I want to thank Moonvald again for being here. It is a fantastic time to finally have you in here. First off. So good. That was such a good discussion. I'm very happy with. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate that as well. Um, so yeah, July 24th, we are wrapping this thing up. Thank you guys. Stay tuned for the raid. And, uh, for this episode, it has been the last word.